photo. Good. <laughs> you can see Mike's ass in it. Not Perfect. Much, not much of an ass, that guy. Look at that. She's flat. Oh. It's like a goddamn surfboard right He there. just needs to do a couple more hip thrusts, some squats. I do love the hip thrusts myself. They're good. They target just the glutes. Yes. I remember this one time my grandmother was like... She she said I made some comment on my like or something and she was like you don't have a butt she's like uh -huh. your brother Philip he's got a butt <laughs> oh I'm like, God I'm like why are you looking at my brother's butt Grandma all right boom all right it sounds pretty good right We're yeah I think good. it sounds good okay so I don't know when we're gonna put ourselves into that but this is talk of the Tyler season two episode twelve. Episode 24 of Total. I'm not quite sure what episode this is. Episode 4? No, episode like 5 of season no 2. No idea. Yeah, I don't expect you to know. But, uh... Okay, so... Episode 24. Talking to Tyler. This is your host, Tyler. With me today is my guest, Kelsey... What's your new last name? Willits. Willits, yes. Formerly Kelsey West. Yes, a lot easier to yes. say. I kind of actually regret changing my name legally now because it's really? so much easier. You don't know the amount of times like I don't. paperwork gets fucked up because they'll put one L or one T. Oh, no, I do know. Yeah. My name is Oh, Rose. that's fair. Yeah. I can't. The first time I got married, they, they put an E on it. Mm -hmm. I had to go back in the courthouse and be like, no, thank you. Yeah. I mean, guys, should just let them keep it. Then I'm like, I, I mean, could have just... I should just be like, you know what? Let's just, it's a sign from, you know, whatever the universe that we shouldn't be married. Yeah. I, I just keep it in my head. Like if I get a uh, parking ticket or something and they put one T, I'm going to be like, this isn't me. So, I mean, else. that's the way to get out of it. I'm like, look, this is my license. It has two T's. Well, there you go. Okay. So, special guest, Kelsey Willits. Yes. Form formerly West. West. For all you people out there. I feel like most people listening have never, probably have no idea what your new name is. Yeah, yeah. I right? honestly keep a pretty private life now. Like, I don't post on social media a lot. I post, like, once That's a smart, every uh, couple of months. I so do a you, lot of, like, You showing stalking, up on but... here is uh, very consistent with that yeah. type of uh, mentality. I, that's funny because I, I also never posted social media. Mm -hmm. Then I started this show and I just started talking about all my opinions and ideas. I was like, that doesn't make sense. But I figured it out. Mm -hmm. I just really like to hear myself talk. So You've got a good voice. That's what everybody tells me. You that's said before you think you're a narcissist. You are not a nar narcissist. I would say maybe self-absorbed. Yeah, no, not no. a narcissist. I've self-diagnosed through Google. Oh. I'm not a narcissist. I yeah. just have a very big ego. That's fair, though. I think everyone, to a certain degree, is obsessed with themselves or at least you how they're yeah i mean how you're portrayed how you if how other people think about you yeah if you're not you're just kind of letting you know you just you gotta be kind of so someone's mm -hmm. gotta be obsessed with you yeah if it's not you it's gonna be nobody else like the thing i respect about my husband maybe one of the most things is that man does not get a fuck about anybody's opinion uh, about anything and like, people love him. He has so many friends. Or hmm? no. Yeah, and I think 
Because to a degree, it's the confidence. It's because he doesn't care. People and People love charisma. Yeah. And it's just that, like, he doesn't care. He's going to say what he thinks and he's going to, you know, be himself and put doesn't put on any airs. He doesn't try to impress anyone. If you call and, it charisma, it's, it sounds a lot better than, like... Asshole? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Charisma is like a... People love that shit. Yeah. Who doesn't uh, love yeah, charisma? Yeah, that's a good word for it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's... I've always no, thought to myself... I'm both, I'm on like two sides. Like, it's like a flip-flop. Mm-hmm. Some days I care not a thing about what people think, and the next day I care all about it. Yeah. It's kind of fucked up. But at the same time, you know, at the end of the day, I care mostly what I think. Mm-hmm. And I hate myself, so it's like, it's just a losing battle. Yeah. But, you know, I sound halfway decent on the radio, so who gives a shit? It adds a quirky personality. You know you're supposed to have the right level of depression and self-deprecation to be funny. Like that is true. People who love themselves and think positively of themselves all the time, not very funny. They're very boring people. They are, you yeah. You find out that they're just like, you're like, okay, we get it. You would suck your own dick if you could, you know? Exactly. And, I mean, actually, that's not, that's a, that's not a fair point. That seems completely. That seems completely opposite. Of this. Sorry. I mean, but you bring up a valid point. I, I don't mean, know any man alive who wouldn't if they could. Metaphorically so. speaking, not physically, because I feel uh-huh. like anybody would because they're all pieces of sh- perverted pieces of shit. Speaking of pieces, no, we're not. Talking about <laughs> okay, write we it down. We can't talk about that guy. You know, you know, pedophiles. No, not uh, pedophiles. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you know, there's technically a different word for it. Because pedophile is if it's prepubescent. <laughs> I saw I saw that thing. Mm-hmm. It said, if you know the difference between those words, and you're probably a pedophile. Because <laughs> like, you, no one, you're a pervert. Because there's no, yes. you don't need to know the difference in the sexual attraction. Like, oh, actually, I'm, I'm only attracted to 14 year old girls. Like, well, then either way, you're a piece of shit. Listen, technically, in the anime, she's 10,000 years old, so it's not creepy. Are you a big anime fan? <laughs> Oh God! Don't don't bring it up. Oh, it. I mean, like whole, I'm one of those like. Oh, before, I know it's cringy. You know what's crazy though? What is that? It is cool now to like anime. No, I, I I'll tell you this. Back in 2015, 14, I was at TCC. Yeah. And some guy was talking about anime, and I was like, I I was like, what the fuck is that all about? You know, like, and then then him and some other student was like making fun of me for not watching anime. Uh-huh. I was like, when did I become the loser for not watching anime? Right. Like, like you're the losers. <laughs> I definitely it, did. But I mean, I knew <laughs> it was a right to be bullied. Like, people had the right to bully me for that. <laughs> like, I think that's maybe one of the problems nowadays is people are not getting bullied enough. <laughs> for anime or just for in a- general? Yeah. No, I know some gangbangers who are like, I just love Naruto. I'm like, what the fuck? Dude, you're here for murder. Why do you like Naruto? <laughs> I think Naruto is actually quite popular in the uh, oh. in a, a lot. I think Naruto is like the one anime now is just very mainstream. I don't get it. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. Nope. Those oh, as on. someone who has liked anime and manga in the past, we deserve to be bullied. If I could go back in time, I would bully myself. Cool. I'm just saying how like, I I'd, would fight. I would definitely fist fight myself if I could go back in time. Are you a fighter now? No. So why would you fist fight your own self? Because I needed my ass beat. Like, I just... Well, who doesn't? Yeah. Anyway, okay, so if you haven't listened, I introduce the guest and then I do a oh, fun yeah. fact. Oh, I'm very excited. I've been waiting about this and yes, very everybody, nervous. Everybody loves the fun fact. 
Not 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 yeah. really. But last time I forgot with Christopher Olsen. Mm-hmm. But then I asked him for a fun fact. So what I'm going to start doing now is I'm going to give my fun fact and I'm mm-hmm. going to ask the the guest to give me a fun fact that, you know, isn't necessarily a a wide, knowledgeable thing about okay. yourself. So would you like to hear my fun fact first or would you like yes. to give your fun fact first? I've been waiting for this, so I would like to know my fun fact. All right. I got a few here, but I'm only going to pick one. Oh, uh, damn. No, I need to hear all of these. Well, no, you can't because it's, a, it's in the book there. Okay. What? My fun fact for you is that you are a author with a published book. Fuck. I knew she was going to say something about, I don't know. I just had that sixth sense. I was like, I feel like she's going to bring this up. Who? Who? Emily. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. I can't, you can't reveal your sources. We all know. I mean, there were maybe four people on this earth who know about this. Well, to be fair, <laughs> for more, she's not my source mainly. <laughs> but with you, it's kind of impossible not to go. No. She knows a oh, lot. God. Of, she no. does know a lot about you, but I'm not. That's not yeah. a mission of guilt. She's not my source. <laughs> You know the three rules is admit nothing, <laughs> deny everything, make counter accusations. Yes, this is your get fault. you through life. Uh, you sh- exactly. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, yeah. care to explain? Okay, but I you wrote a book. I did. I what wrote a book about what? Super cheesy. Uh, mm, was it cheesy mm, or was yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, it was just. When did you write? What age were you? Fourteen. Okay, then yeah. That's right. Yeah. No. Cheesy. Yeah. I mean, I will say, I can at least give myself that like. I have been pretty decent at world building, at character development. Since or? In general, like okay. even even back then, so but story-wise. Hit, hit me with like a kind of a, if you had to paint me a word picture in a few, mm. in like one sentence, what would this, how many books did you write? Because my notes here say that you wrote a 12 series It was going to be 12. I think I stopped at 10. Published but, a 12 to be fair, they were, they were only like 120 pages. Each. So um, a novella. Yeah, yeah, honestly. Um, I mean the, the well, that's I- still like a few like actual novels if you just kind of combine mm-hmm. them together. Yeah. Did you publish them? Like, did you actually no, get just them printed? Publishing, so it doesn't really count. Did you get them printed though? Yeah. Did you distribute them? In, 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 yeah. To, <laughs> to whom? Um. I mean, some people bought my book. Like, it was on a- People bought them. Yeah. So um, you're, a, you're a successful author. Yeah, like four people. Oh, my God. Who took your Doesn't head- count if three of them were me, but- uh, Who took your headshot for the, uh, the book I did jacket? not have a headshot. I did not do any of that kind of stuff. That's no, right. it was just like a random self-publishing site and stuff. It was a, I, I would say, like a fantasy slash science fiction. What's crazy, though, is I am currently rewriting- the oh. same series. Well, <laughs> it's been like ten years in the right. works, but very, get, very, very you have different to hit now. Me with the fucking uh, synopsis. What is the main theme of these here books? The theme of it now is very, very different than it was back then. What, back then, the then, it was like um, the published versions <laughs> or the printed versions, however you want to call them. Um, the premise was essentially. There was another world, like parallel to ours, that had been divided. So you're talking like, uh, like a different I like dimension? think alternate, yeah, along the lines of like an alternate dimension. Yeah, and like, so that's all. So like Marvel stole all your ideas. They pretty much. did. They really, She's really sued. did. 
If only. I, I can't afford the I lawyer. I hate Marvel, though. Isn't Marvel like just I, the shittiest like storytellers now? They are. I used to be such a Marvel fan. Like I knew everything about off? everything. When, when did you drop off? Around, probably around Infinity War. Like maybe a little bit before then. Like now, I'll maybe watch the new movie if it comes on Disney Plus. But otherwise, new movie though, it's like I don't even. Um, it used to be such like a fucking event. It'd be like oh yeah. a new movie. Now it's like oh there's another fucking bullshit. No, I've got I've got opinions about Marvel. Um, I've never really cared for Marvel. Yeah, I I super- was obsessed. I could tell you so many random facts about the Avengers movie about Joss Whedon, the guy who directed it. Like, isn't he like I'm, a pervert? Yeah, it, it sounds perverts. like essentially, essentially he kind of had some misconduct on the set of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and stuff. And um, yeah. that's just what I've learned is that. You know, I respect the people who keep their lives private because then you can't learn shit about them and then you can't learn to hate them. Well, I mean, at the same time, you have to kind of, uh, you know, separate the art from the uh, artist. At the same time, though, I would say people who make Marvel movies aren't, they're not making art. They're just making shitty films. That's how uh, Martin Scorsese, right? He famously said something about it. Oh, he says not cinema or something. Yeah. And I do love Scorsese, and I do agree mm-hmm. with him. It's not this. It's he said it's more like a thrill ride than a actual movie, because they just hit you with a bunch of fucking visual effects. And it's you're like, just oh. a formula now. Well, now yes, but even before, it's like they hit you with all these effects and stuff, and they're not actually mm-hmm. making real film. Though I'm a huge Scorsese film mm-hmm. film guy. I love Taxi Driver, Raging Bull. Do you ever, you're a big I haven't film seen person? his older stuff. Um, my you? husband is a huge Scorsese fan, so I mean, uh, I've seen. I'm, what's, I'm the, what's his, what's, some what's of his the favorite? Stuff. Is he? Is he? A, is he? A, probably, uh, you know, Goodfellas, right? He Scorsese did The Departed, right? He did, but that's yes. That's he, my least favorite of his movies. He loves The Departed. Um, that's one of the top ones, and of well, course, Goodfellas. He is but, in the uh, the police force, so I get yeah, that. he's in law enforcement. So that's very big in like the corruption aspect. And yeah, stuff. and well, my husband um is so his grandparents. No, great grandparents emigrated from Ireland. Okay, yeah, like it was we're the Irish first generation, yeah. and so because it has a ton of that in it, well, that's he, why he likes he's it. He's definitely yeah. connected in a way I'm not. Yeah. So, though the funny thing is, that's like the one he won his Oscar for best director, mm-hmm. which I think is his one of his weaker films, personally. Mm-hmm. Well, not his one, not his weakest film. I really hated the Gangs in New York was not good. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know, I don't. Yeah, no, I haven't seen a ton of his. So I'm a big Guy Ritchie fan. Guy Ritchie, I love Guy Ritchie. You talking Sherlock Holmes? Yeah. Uh, so my favorite by him is The Gentleman. Have you seen that one with my, um with Mr. McConaughey? Yeah, oh, I've seen I part love of that it. one. Yes. Oh no, you got to sit down and watch it. That one is probably I've one of my all time favorite movies. I, it was from what I saw, it was good. But I, I remember yeah. I was watching and I had something to do. To go do and mm-hmm. have a stop, and then Emily finished it, and she really liked it. Yeah, he's... and I just you know if you ever like watch a movie and you had to stop halfway and mm-hmm. then and like seeing how she finished, it, I was like, I'm not gonna go watch it by myself now. Yeah, it's kind of hard to go back and rewatch it, even if you watch it by yourself and you stop halfway because you have to stop. It's kind of hard. Yeah, and to then you don't know it. where you're picking back up. But no, I love that one. I loved um, Rock and Roller. Is really good by him. Um, Rock and Roller. He did, did Man he... from Uncle. Okay. Did he do uh, Snatch? 
Yeah. I yeah. love that movie with Mr. I'm pretty uh, sure. Brad Pitt and uh, Jason Satham. He was a good film. I just love his sense of humor. Like I love the witty no, dialogue f- and stuff. Anyway. Yeah, anyway, where were your we? Your fucking book. What the fuck? Oh god, yes. I got you distracted there for a little bit and kind of yes, You're you're also Damn. by the by the way, if mm-hmm. you're listening to this before at the bistro, she diagnosed me with ADHD. <laughs> I did. I'm sorry. Based but, off uh, my yes. previous podcast. As and, and I'm speaking as someone who was diagnosed with ADHD as an adult. Like, um, and the crazy thing about it I'm was looking. I never would have thought I was ADHD. And then maybe I think it was last year when I switched to a different therapist and I was talking to her and she's like, as we were talking, we had a several sessions and then she was like do you think maybe some of your anxiety comes from adhd and i told her i was like i don't have adhd i have the opposite of that i hyper focus on things like sometimes i will focus yeah i was like sometimes i focus on a project to the point where i don't eat or drink or go to the bathroom like nothing for hours and i was like oh shit and then i go to my mom i'm like you just proved her right yeah I i went to my mom i'm like my therapist is saying, I think I have ADHD, that she thinks I have ADHD. My mom's like, yeah, yeah, you do. Like, I could have told you that. I'm like, what? I could have saved you yeah, hundreds and then I, of dollars. Then I go to my mother-in-law and I'm like, my therapist is telling me she thinks I have ADHD. And she's like, oh, oh, you don't? Like, I, I thought you did. Go to my best friend. Same thing. And she's like, oh, I thought you were already diagnosed. Like, I just assume, like, that you have ADHD. Jesus. So, uh, yeah, apparently I was the last person to know that I've got ADHD. Well, I, yeah, well, apparently, so now it's official. I've yeah, been so uh, as someone. By someone who's also, but, <laughs> though I've always kind of thought I did, because I've always had problems with it, like the, uh, the my, as you said, the Jimmy Coughlin episode where I was ping pong, we were just. With boom, nothing boom, wrong with boom, it, but y'all boom. like were vibing really hard. And yeah, I think for someone stay who on the same conversation. And I could follow it, but I feel like maybe someone who doesn't have that Was would like, have difficulty. Fuck? Yeah. Not difficulty, it, but more just like annoyance. Like, yeah. Though I I'll have to tell you, my uh, therapist also said I have mm-hmm. autistic tendencies. Interesting. Those actually overlap a lot. Um, yeah. The ADHD, fig- as it's called. I figured. But uh, she said, I, "She said I won't call you autistic, but you definitely mm-hmm. have the tendencies, <laughs> a lot of tendencies. So I got autistic tendencies. Fun. Which I was like, because I, I, I even asked her, I was like, am I autistic? <laughs> That's bad when you got to ask. Well, no, because I, I was, uh, I saw like some like online test. Well, if you if you go on Instagram or TikTok for five minutes, you have been diagnosed with everything in the well, DSM-5. No. Well, like. no, but I actually looked I looked it up separate from that. Yeah. And I was like, because I saw someone, I think it was on Instagram, and I saw someone, I was like, that's weird. So mm-hmm. then I go on, like, I, I Google it, and I took like a little test, and it said you, you're not, it said I was about oh. 75% autistic. Uh-huh. 75%? Yeah, like, if I was like full blown autistic, it's one hundred percent. So and then like not autistic, and they say autistic is a spectrum, right? So I was like, I'm definitely not like I'm I'm not autistic, autistic. Mm-hmm. You know, something like the autistic kids are like just they can't talk to people, they can't look you in the eye. Yeah, but that was the thing. I, I have a hard time looking people in the eye. Mm. I always have. I always thought I was just a pussy, but you know, apparently I'm autistic. So she was. So we talked, and yeah. she was like, "Yeah, you kind of have autistic tendencies. You, I wouldn't say you're autistic, but you're definitely on 
you're definitely closer to autistic yeah. than not autistic. I was like, okay. Well, now watch. She's like, nothing. Yeah, there's nothing for that. There's not like a pill to take. Like you're just, That's just how you function. You're just fucking crazy. You got to deal with it. Anyway, what the fuck's your book about? Damn. Twice. I got you twice. I think I can I can go for three. Um. <laughs> well, if I've been drinking, yeah, it's, it only increases my thing. You know what I've heard, though, is nope, that people... No, I've about. heard that people with ADHD and stuff, after like a drink or two, that is them unmasked. Are you familiar with the term masking? What's your book about? Are you familiar with the term masking? Fuck. Okay, and then what's we're going to circle back around to yeah, this. We'll uh, that's what I got this book for. Okay. Tell me what your book's about, and um, I'll write down unmasking in this okay, thing so we can yeah. bring it up. No, my book was just, um, the premise behind it was there were these people with Jesus powers. Christ. What type of powers? Like like Star Wars? As no, you can see, I'm a big like, Star Wars um, fan. I got, oh, shit. <laughs> I got all the Star Wars memorabilia. Yeah, stuff. I guess like. More realistic uh, powers, like not like flying or invisibility, anything like that, but like oh. the ability to like have really good discernment or something like that, like or the gift of knowledge, gift of prophecy, those kinds of things. Um, okay. And the whole premise is like their purpose is to reunite the two worlds that have been separated. That's kind of where the story started. How did they get started. separated? I don't know that I thought that through. Okay. Had it, like so, Wait, it wasn't wrote, that they were separated. It's wrote, that they like were so what, acquainted with each other, like aware of the existence of the other. Okay. But then over time and stuff, so were, um, uh, they kind of lost contact. Exactly. Yeah. Like like a couple that makes of it sound so much cooler than it actually was. What? How? What makes it sound cooler? Like it just was so stupid. That's the problem. I'm sure it was actually quite good. I mean, if you look at it, if you, uh, I'm not sure. Did you ever, did you listen to my uh, Twilight watch through? I don't know that I won't yeah. listen through the whole thing, nope. but I can tell you right now you didn't because it is a zero percent on. I looked at the statistics. Really? After fifteen oh. minutes, it dropped down to zero. I think I got through like thirty minutes, no, and then you can't because the statistics really? show fifteen percent, zero percent after fifteen minutes. And I don't, I, I, I don't. Uh, I have no problem with that because most people they do they should have turned off. Uh huh. Because there's no point in listening to it. It's, the movie is so bad. I think if you did a live stream, that would have probably gone better. Where it's like, okay, everyone start the movie right now. Yeah, but then- That kind of thing. It's like, yeah. So you'd have- That's the only way you could do it is watch mm -hmm. it. Because like, after like half an hour, I was like, I'm done. I want to stop this anyway. But anyway, so- yeah. There's no what, what I'm trying to say is there's no way your book could have been worse than that oh, fucking Oh, like any time that I have felt screenplay. bad about my writing, all I have done is look up quotes from like 50 shades of gray. And then I know anything I write is better than that. Yeah, but she made millions of dollars. Yeah, that's true. But she also wrote like not well done porn. Like that's all it is is it's mommy porn. Yeah, it's for the suburban uh, repressed lady, you know. <laughs> yeah. Who uh, doesn't know what actual smut sounds like? Right. But then again, maybe that's what they wanted. They wanted some. They wanted some watered down shit. Mm -hmm. and made them feel good about themselves without actually having to, uh, you know, go into the seedy. Underbelly. Like to them, it was scandalous. That was the thing. I was gonna watch the movie and do uh -huh. a recap on that. Oh, God. 
Yeah. But then I was like, no, no one wants. I looked at the statistics and nope. Mm-hmm. I got like, I only had 30 listens to the Twilight one. Yeah. And nobody went past like 15 minutes. So I was like, that's it. I'm done. But I did watch, we did watch the, uh, we watched the movie one night. Uh-huh. Just because I was going to watch it. So we're like, well, fuck it. Let's watch it. We were like, I think we got sushi or some shit. So like, let's watch it. And it's bad. Like, if you, I've it's never seen it, but I saw the bad. interviews between the main, the two main actors, Jamie Dornan and uh, whatever her name is. Um, and it was like Dakota, Dakota something, Johnson. yeah. And it was like mm-hmm. you could feel the ice in the room. I was like, oh, you know, there was no chemistry, like nothing. Oh yeah, no, they were definitely. Uh, they were in it for the paycheck. Well, yeah, and the fact that it's a huge, it was a huge franchise, mm-hmm. so they got paid a lot of money. But yeah, it was definitely, you know, it was not what you would think would be. Uh, anyway, what the fuck? No, We're talking so, about your no, thing. No, God I was going to say, did you know 9 11 is responsible for 50 Shades of Grey? Did you know that 9 11 was an inside job? <laughs> no. Are we talking conspiracy theories? Because uh, <laughs> I've got no. some. Um, about 9 11? I hope 9 11 is the reason for 50 Shades of Grey. Okay. Yes. I'll, I'll bite. Okay. But thank first, you. you. But first. No, fine. <laughs> okay, you, yeah, you got. I got gotcha. you. Distracted okay, nine eleven. While that happened, um, you know the ferry was going across to uh, which island is that? Long Island. Long um, island. and Ellis Island. Who is it? The main singer from My Chemical Romance was on that ferry, and he saw it, and it inspired him to start the band. That band was the main inspiration for Twilight. You know what they call and that? Tr- Fifty Shades of Grey was a Twilight fan fiction. Do you know what they call that? Butterfly effect? Yes. Yeah. God damn it. I thought it was going to be- I'm know, sorry. I've got- Anyway. I'm not smart. I just know a lot of random shit. I don't, I'm not- either. I know a lot of random I'm shit. I'm not smart. <laughs> I don't know enough random shit. Though I do know the butterfly effect. Yeah. But- uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did hear that. Uh, I think Emily told me that uh, mm-hmm. Twilight uh, yeah. inspired Fifty Shades Grey was just some mm-hmm. bullshit fan fiction that people were like, "This is just vanilla enough to f- so I don't have mm-hmm. to feel bad." Which also was um, Harry Potter fan fiction as well. And Harry Potter's just Star Wars fan fiction. Yeah, yeah that's fair. They're all everybody just. It's, it everything. all goes back. <laughs> No, there's no original ideas. If you actually look at it, you probably find like a book or like there's always mm-hmm. something that you kind of pull from. But uh, yeah, yeah, the Fifty Shades. I mean, it's it's terrible. It's just mm-hmm. awful. And yeah, I'm glad I didn't do a, a podcast. <laughs> no, that would have been awkward. It's been like okay, okay, oh, Jesus. Yeah, you'd be like saying some comments and then random moaning in the background and then some. Yeah, she she changed. She she's did, in a helicopter. She did moan a lot. You're like, <laughs> why? It's like I feel like this is. It was like the. Uh, it's like I don't know. Well, <laughs> you know what? Uh, the original <laughs> fan cast of whatever her face is, a E L James, whoever the author was, her fan cast Myers? Was, no, um, was. Myers was Twilight, right? Twilight, yeah. No, the the author of Fifty Shades, her fan cast was. Um, God, why am I blanking on his name? Superman. Henry, Henry Cavill. Cavill. Yeah. yeah. That was who the, she pictured. The beefcake. Yeah. Of course she pictured that, the fucking yeah. pervert. She was like, yeah. Though in the fucking movie, at the end, she's like, she she goes, uh, 
She says, uh, she's like, go all out. And he spanks her like hard. And she's like, that's it. I'm done talking. I'm like, that was your breaking point? You got spanked too hard? But then again, we're not, this isn't a pervert type of uh, show. We're talking about your book. No, we're not. Damn it. I keep doing it. Uh, see, that's the problem is now I know you're ADHD. So now I know. Weakness, how to distract you. I can. Okay. Yeah, because it's so easy. It's so but you said uh, was parallel universes. Yeah, I mean, that's all there is to it. All and right, then I. Done there. Hmm? All right. Do you want to know the other fun facts yeah, that I, I got from I my. really, really do. My non source. Non source. Uh, you were in a band. <laughs> Yeah. Um, rumor has it to this day, if you Google Mushroom Circus on YouTube, you may be able to find a rogue video. Then what I'm actually less embarrassed about, in the like, books? oh, yeah, um, being in a ukulele band. I mean, Speaking at least. Speaking of ukulele yeah. band, was anything like uh, that one uh, ukulele band, the comedy duo? They're called Garfunkel and Oates. Simon and Garfunkel? No, Garfunkel, Garfunkel and, and Oates. Oates. It's a. No. Uh, it's a co- it's two girls that do a comedy thing. Yeah, they got a lot of fucking funny. There's one. Uh, I won't tell mm-hmm. you about it. It's it's a bit vulgar. No, um, I but, mean at uh, least with the band thing, I did play a live. Um, like we did a, a what live um, performance. That raised money for charity. So at least I can say that was one good thing. Here's here's a little rabbit trail for you. I learned after the fact in the place where we performed, right, I mean, in that parking lot, my mom's cousin was murdered by a serial killer. When? Back in the 70s. Jesus. Yeah, no. um, Which serial killer? Henry Lee Lucas. What was his, uh, like... Uh, he was the confession killer, so he... Oh, Jesus. He, um... In Virginia? Yeah. No, he was. he's from Blacksburg, Virginia, I think it was. Um, oh, the old uh, Virginia Tech? Uh, yeah. So he um, is famous because he claimed a lot of murders that he did not actually commit. Oh. However... Um, he killed your mom's cousin. No, like, Jesus. when, during the investigation, um, he was able to, like specifically say what she was wearing um like had receipts that he was in the area at the time so that was a little that's a very weird weird, crazy yeah it's a very weird way to go from i was in a band (laughs) to my mom's cousin died from a serial killer in the same parking lot yeah okay jesus and that was it that was the fun that was it there was one other it says you wrote a, a newspaper but Oh, I was, uh, I did help with uh, Penultimate Peanut, was what it was uh, called. Yeah, it was like Suffolk yeah. stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, my source is very uh, limited. Yeah. Like I said, I try not to post on social media too much. No, my, and, uh, my, keep a- my source did have a bunch, but I was like, that's not. Mm-hmm. To be fair, I was like, I'm trying not to get my sources divul- like mm. divulged. You already did after the first one. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, this. I'm like, all of these are too, uh, they're giving too obvious. Yeah. Well, that, that's the problem with this one. Most of my sources are not people mm-hmm. I, you know, I live with. So normally yeah. I can get away with it, but this time right, it was right. a bit of a. I was thinking that. I was like, well, then what again, would yeah, I? I'm sure you, yeah. What would your source remember from high school, Kelsey? Who, el- who else would my source be? So I could like find your sister's number. Yep. Like, hey, I'm, remember this? Remember me? 
Mm-hmm. I'm interviewing your sister tomorrow. You know, there's no, I was, there's nothing. And then you're I, like, did you kidnap her? What? <laughs> yeah. So this was uh, pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. Next episode will be different. So are you a big yeah. uh, fan of the show? I am actually. Yeah, I've yeah. listened to pretty much every episode. That's I'm a big podcast person. So, so weird. Yeah. It's not weird that you listen to it, but weird that people in general listen to mm-hmm. it. No, I think it's super interesting. Like I told you before, like I love well, yeah. that it's all these people who I never would have connected with because we weren't in the same circles, but who, we all came from kind of the same place. Who has been your favorite so far? I mean, um, I really like Daniel Ackerman's episode. I felt like he, yes, he was, was a- really interesting. Um, I'm trying to think. Of course, uh, Tori was really good. I liked her. Yes. And Hillary. I liked Hillary. Hillary was a, mm-hmm. she's the fan favorite. I loved Emily. Emily's episode. I think that you should give her, you should redo an episode with her because, um, to be you fair, know, when I, you first did it, I mean, you didn't. I tried, we tried to do an episode, but we went, yeah. to, we were going to do one episode. We were going to do another one with her, but we went to the bistro and we both uh-huh. got drunk and we came back and we were just like, what the fuck am I going to talk about? Yeah. We were too drunk. No, you should do another one with her because um, I feel like when y'all did that episode, it was so new that you didn't really know which direction you wanted to go in and you were still learning. So I feel like that would be yeah, so I'm, interesting and like. I did. I thought that was a very good one though. Mm-hmm. So it was a good, uh, it was definitely worth it. You know? Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm trying not to repeat any guest for a while though. Mm-hmm. At least. I feel like it being your wife, that doesn't Well, count, yeah, though. but, I mean, no, but yes. I'm just trying to keep it, uh, um, probably at the end of this season, I'll probably have her on, mm-hmm. you know, just to have somebody. But then again, she has to want to be on again. Yeah. Does she want to? Did she like it? I think she enjoyed it, but also mm-hmm. not so much. She was very nervous about what people thought. It is nerve-wracking. Like... After this, I will be concerned about uh, what I said, random stuff. But I mean, in the moment, I don't care as much. It's, it's after the fact that I'm like, oh, so why did I say that? Or why didn't I say that? That's like, good. That means we got to start talking shit now <laughs> about uh, people you yeah. don't like. Uh, yes. To but, be fair, like the list of people that I genuinely don't like. I could probably count on one hand. Like I, many, I really like these most people? people. Who are these people you just fucking hate? Also, what's your favorite yeah. swear word? Motherfucker. And why that? Because it rolls off the tongue really well. You can say it like really my, quick, you, like motherfucking. My. F- you can. Okay. You know. It is good. My favorite is. Uh, I like Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Personally, that's because I'm an atheist piece of shit. So I don't have to worry about defending. I feel like I can't say right after that because that's like me agreeing with you that you're a piece of shit. shit. Yeah, which hey, I, I, yeah. I mean, I know I'm a piece of shit. There's no you, you can agree with all you want, but uh, no, I do. Uh, people do, so motherfucker, but that's motherfuckers is a fuck is the you know the the, yeah. the part. So you like fuck the most. Well, so what's really funny though is um. When we so, no, what's funny is when I was little, I loved rhyming, and I used to go around in like my before I knew cursing was a thing. I used to say like mother, father, sister, brother, like randomly. And my mom told me one day, she's like, "Don't, don't say, say that." 
Because it sounds like you're going to say something else. And I mean little eight-year-old Kelsey saying this. And now, looking back. I'll tell you what. There's nothing nothing more adorable than a little kid saying fuck your shit. Yes. I would love, if I had a daughter or a son, I would like as soon as possible be like, just saying, just say fuck. Okay, yeah, just like, fuck. Hey, I'm just talking. I'm gonna teach like, you a new cool word. And they're like, ah, oh, this is fucking bullshit. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was, it's so cute. It's the cutest thing in the world. When did you find out? Like, uh, was there like a thing where you like realized that cussing wasn't? Do you cuss now or? Oh yeah, I cuss a lot. So it's like a time. I remember the time for me personally. Yeah. I was in my, I was sitting in my parents' like car mm-hmm. by myself, and yeah. I was like. I just I was like, oh, I can probably say shit. So I just started saying it. I was like, nothing uh-huh. bad happened. So I was like, oh, this is fine. Was there like a time where you realized that swearing wasn't that bad? I don't know. Um, it just kind of happened. And like how much I swear definitely naturally. depends on how who I'm around. And it's not to a degree of – it's more like I respect the person I'm around. If I know that the person I'm around doesn't, doesn't like, like the cussing, and Jeffins. I won't. Only because it's like, hmm, that's that makes them uncomfortable. I'm not going to do that. However, like, definitely at home and stuff, I cuss How a lot. Many, um, I'll tell you, I have my mother and my grandmother. That's mm-hmm. probably it. Yeah. That's where it kind of stops. Well, I can't cuss at work. So. Oh, I cuss at work like, all the time. Like, I say but a lot have, of random You have a work. different type of work than yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. But, uh. Yeah, so so you never had like a moment where you realized that cussing wasn't like against, you know, like it wasn't going to damn you to hell? I don't think so. You know what's funny though is um, my husband is pastor's kid. Yes. And my mother-in-law was, is one the, of the uh, ones who like swears a lot. Your so, husband's uh, father was the uh, officiant of your Yes, wife. he yes. was. I remember that. I was also... Yep. I'm surprised I remember that because I was pretty much dying of hypothermia at the time. Oh, it was a very it was, cold day. I, was, I remember was I, cold day. I had my dress socks on with my uh-huh. dress shoes on. I was like, this was a bad idea. I really they, blame they the kept, people who- They kept uh, no heat in. I, no, yeah. I blame the people who reserved, like who were um, the owners of the place because when we reserved it, we were thinking January is normally, normally in Virginia- Freezing. Not no, like in beginning week of January, not typically that cold. It's usually mid January to it's February. It's like cold ish. It's cold ish, but it's not. No, that week bitter. was fucking. It was a blizzard. Yeah. It was a record I got, blizzard. I got because uh, my car got. I had to dig my car out of the yeah. reception. And I was dressed. Was I had my suit and my dress shoes yeah. on, and I was like, I remember in the church, I was like, "There's no heat in here." Uh huh. And I had. I was sitting next to a pillar. This was a pillar going down. So it was just me because, yeah. you know, Emily was in the – she was in the wedding party. Right. So it was, I, was, I was just sitting in like this cramped seat. Uh-huh. There was a pillar there. My feet were freezing. I was terribly cold. And I just remember after it was all after it was over, I went mm-hmm. outside and I sat in the sun. I was like, oh, my God. It feels so good. You know what? Even it was it an was, open bar though. So made it worth it, right? Well, no. Once you got there, it was fine. Yes. But – the recept the ceremony was this. Yeah, it was a nice cold. church. Why'd you guys pick the? Uh, yeah, fuck, I'm I'm all over the place. Uh huh. You're good. Why'd I'm you following? guys? Why'd you guys pick the uh, venue for the reception? Not that reception, the ceremony. Um, because Alex wanted to get married in an old church, and that's it the was, oldest one in Virginia. I it think was it an is. Old yeah, church. I think it's the oldest. Church no, ever. it's the oldest church in Virginia. Because the is, one Bruton Parish in Williamsburg is the oldest still in 
well, session or whatever you call it, still like an active church. Yeah, so St. Luke's is... um. But that was the oldest, the oldest church ever, right? I don't know about ever. Maybe in the Not ever, US. obviously. Yeah, <laughs> not ever. Clearly not ever. Like, yeah, Europe's got much older stuff. Yeah. But I'm like, it was probably one of the oldest churches in America. I think it America. was, yeah. And because, yeah, it was just like, I remember there's like... Uh, it was like these vents in the ceiling that just let air in. I was like, yeah, this is nuts. <laughs> it was so fucking cold. And of course, it was a blizzard. And I'm wearing a sleeveless dress, and we would run out, take photos, and then come back in and put our feet at the heater and stuff. And oh, yeah, it was so cold. That was crazy. Made for beautiful photos, but that was about it. Yes, um, and my husband lost his wedding ring at the reception. <laughs> Because when he was closing the do- door to his car, like the ring flew off and went into the snow and he lost it. So, Oh, shit. Oh, yes. I have my, my wedding ring I uh-huh. have around my neck. Because, That's smart. No. Well, what happened was. Oh, I see you've got two. Well, I got, this is a. Uh, One of those. Silicon ones. Yeah. What happened was when I got sized, mm-hmm. it was July. Yeah. So my hands were swollen from the heat. So then they're like, this is titanium. So I'm like, are you sure this is the size? I'm like, yeah, it's the one that fits because mm-hmm. I had the testing granted. So when, you know, October came around, I put it on. I was like, this is really tiny. Mm-hmm. So it fits, you know. But if it's if I'm cold enough and I, like, do the thing where I wall my hand, yeah, it'll fly Yeah, off. exactly. It'll fly off. So yeah. I just put a silicon one on and I wear it on my neck. Mm-hmm. So it's a damn shame. But titanium ones, they can't resize. It's forged to the size and will right. always be the size. You can get them for like 12 bucks on Amazon. That's this, what I did. We're probably on ring number five for my husband. Like, well, this one know. was not $12. Yeah. This one was very expensive. Fancy. Yes. Because I thought, I was like, well, you only get married. Well, you we can't say once because I've been married twice. But, you know, you know what I'm saying. Anyway, so yeah. uh, how were we talking about? I don't know. Books. I'm... I'm a little bit, like, I'm also a little self, self-absorbed. self I don't want people to, like, quit on the episode now. What is something, like, if you can ask me anything within reason that I'll answer, what would it be? What are you curious about? What? Like, what? I mean, just random question. Anything. I am nothing. I don't, I'm oh, doing this actually prepared. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Random question. Uh, mm-hmm. Who wronged you the most at Southern mm-hmm. Grace? That was not. That's a. Um, that's a pure. That is a full that is blown. That is a loaded question. No, it's not a loaded question because I'm not here to. I'm not here to get you. I have a lot of feelings about Sovereign Grace. So just I've gotta... said random question, yeah, and I, as I said before, wow, I don't yeah. prepare for these shows. This whole thing I... is supposed to be a free form conversation. So I'm right. not coming in with. I got okay. the fun fact, and that's it. Okay. After, and I was supposed to name a fun fact about myself. Oh yeah, right? give me the fun fact first. Who do you hate the most? That's the fun fact. Who do I hate the most? No, no. In Sovereign oh. Grace, I said who uh, wronged you yeah. the most. That's the fun fact. Uh huh. No fun fact about myself. And the fun fact is supposed to be something that um, people wouldn't know about you, like not like people that know you well, but like because Christopher Olsen's was he like to twerk? Yeah. I can't say I like that. I can't say that I've ever successfully twerked. Um, I, ever I would twerk. say a fun <laughs> fact about myself that is not well known. Like yes, and again, uh, I feel like most facts. You were very uh, growing up, knowing about you and your. Mm-hmm. You guys didn't seem to be very open. Not open, but you guys were very no. close to the, the old vest there. 
had social anxiety my entire life. Like since the earliest I can remember. So I have always been a little mm. more reserved. Reserved, yeah. I think even when I was outgoing, there was still that social anxiety to it. I would say a fun fact about me, um my go-to is like I can recite the alphabet backwards. That's like that sounds a random. Like, that sounds like a very alcoholic like answer. No, that's like that I is pra- my go to practice just just in case I get pulled over oh, so I can oh, recite yeah. the alphabet Makes backwards. No, you know where I learned it was at Veritas because I was bored just in class. Breeding alcoholics. Veritas, yeah, exactly. Huh? Anyway, um, I was so voted to be the best fake smoker at Veritas with the candy canes. Fake smoker. <laughs> We have the candy canes because, you know, that's what six-year-olds do. We take candy canes and we pretend to smoke with them. And, like, ju- and people were like, oh, she's got she's got it down. She's going to be a future smoker. Like she's that got is. the look right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's your that's your go-to that's fake. Like, Recite. I, All right. Let's yeah. hear it then. Let me, hit me with it. Z-Y-X-W-V-U-T-S-R-Q-P-O-N-M-L-K-J-H-I-G-F-E-D-C-B-A. I'll believe you. <laughs> yeah, you can go back later and just yeah, so verify you want to go that. back, someone out there. Yeah. Anyways, you know what's wild, though, is what? the amount of times that that has come up in my life. That's one of those facts you think, like, maybe How once. How often are you going to pull over for DUIs? Not that. I haven't been pulled over for DUIs. I do have a vendetta against school buses. Knock on wood, right, though? Yeah. I've nice. been uh, pulled over for school buses twice. Oh, not stopping? Yeah. I hate fucking school buses. Like, fuck them kids. They need to learn how to dodge better. (laughs) You got to stop because they're like little five-year-old kids jumping (laughs) They're getting on on the other side of the bus. They're fine. Um, And it was an accident both times. But still, I hate school buses. I've got to, like, them, tow trucks. I have an unreasonable anger against tow tow trucks. trucks. I've been towed twice. Wrongfully both times. Um, How? Like, where were you parking? one, One was in my apartment complex that I lived at. And they in your me. space? I mean, they only gave you one pass, but... Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, it was still wrongfully. You ever right. get someone towed at those apartments? I, hmm. I used to love doing that. No, you're one of the assholes who, like, reported me, probably. No, no they not used to... you. They used to prowl around. No, no, this no, was they, in Richmond. So. Oh, no, yeah, they would do They do that, too. But I'm talking... This one time, I came back from grocery shopping, right? Mm-hmm. We had one spot. So I had to park like across the fucking way yeah. and carry all my grocery bags all the way there. So yeah, I fucking called the goddamn yeah. tow truck. What am I supposed to do? Not call him? I'm like, yeah, because that's kind of a Karen move. Yeah, but I'm like, I just had to fuck. I I pay for that spot, yeah. and now I had to drag all my groceries across the whole fucking uh-huh. parking lot. So I'm gonna call you. Stitches get stitches, don't you know? <laughs> I'm just saying, as all, someone who's been towed. All I gotta say is they could have parked in that guest spot all the way down there and walked. They didn't have to carry their goddamn well, shit. Well, maybe they had groceries that they were carrying. So they had to park in my spot, then they should have planned yeah. better. I planned it out. Either way, anyway. I don't appreciate. I mean, if I pay for something, that's I want. Th- mm-hmm. It'd be like coming home to like here and someone's parked in my driveway. Mm-hmm. That's different. That you that. own this. Like I feel like once I became a property owner, my patience for other people vastly diminished now suddenly it's like what are they doing in the neighborhood before i was like oh the little kids are running through my yard that's adorable like when i rented now it's like "Mm, they should not be in my yard yeah i got cameras all over my yard (laughs) i have nine cameras on my property i do that's not even a joke there's gonna be a documentary about that one day about my property yeah speaking of there probably will be about a sovereign grace 
I'm waiting. I am waiting oh, for that podcast to come out. What podcast? About Sovereign Grace. Like the scan. I mean, if they've got them about all these other places, I feel like they're going to have Anyway, that, that was the question I asked you, right? Mm. Who, who is the people that wronged you at Sovereign Grace? Because I remember you did um, say before we got back here that you want to talk shit about Sovereign Grace. Right. So here we are. Yeah. Talk that shit. I did say that, didn't I? You did. I, I did have opinions. Are you a fan of so- uh, Before we talk yeah. about people you don't like, do you enjoy Sovereign Grace? Did you enjoy the idea of it? The idea of it? Back then, yes. No, now. Now, no. Okay. And... What has changed from the idea then to now? Disillusionment with the church. Okay. Um, Expound. I am... So I am still religious. I'm still... am a Christian. Yes. I do not go to church. And I feel like the... Sovereign Grace was really the starting point of my having issues with how the modern church is. And I was thinking about it a lot um, because I think religious, I don't want to call it trauma because that's too much of a weighty word, but it's like a religious baggage. It's too easy to throw around. Yeah, religious baggage is a different kind of wound because it's like... It's about yeah. your eternity. It's about what your purpose yeah. in life is. I it's do about, think, yeah, trauma yeah. is thrown around very it's, Yeah, easily. it's very much easy. It's just like a catch-all. Exactly. So I don't think it was that. It was more like that baggage that comes with it. With so expand upon that. So um, what baggage did you not appreciate? The I church like was very much a, oh, we're a family. We're united. And okay. I, I think what was a factor in it is that you know i was homeschooled mm-hmm. and yes. um that went to the enrichment of... program yes. and so when you have all of these parts of your lives intersecting like you've got i'm just straight up like i'm going through the teenage years and yes. that is a time of where you're questioning everything and you're really struggling with identity then you've also got the high school element of it and, you know, the cliques and finding your place where you fit in the social stratosphere. And then you've also got the religious element. So you've got those three things that are all happening at the same place and you can't section it out. All of them start to really intermingle. And so I struggled massively with, well, I'm first off, I've struggled with mental health, my mental health. My entire life. Like, since my earliest memories, I have have had anxiety and depression. Okay. Um, Like, pretty severe crippling depression my whole life. And you said since you're like... Since I, like, honestly, earliest memories. um, So you're like five, six? Yeah. Like, that's definitely when the anxiety started. I'd say depression was more around, like, eight, nine. Okay. So Um, when you hit, like, teenage years... Then it hit really, really really hard exponential growth there yeah so then Uh, having those three elements of my life and also struggling with depression and feeling like they're all very connected yeah and it was like so it's not you had no escape really yeah exactly it was like these all are the same place and if i don't have a place here where do i belong what did you find what did you use as an escape did you have one like, was there, like, any friends you had or is like, anything you could use to kind of 
distance yourself from the mm-hmm. whole bullshit that was Sunday. Well, I would say, like, honestly, my faith has been my anchor point of my life because okay. it was never tied to where yeah. I went to church, who I was friends with. It never was tied to that. It was always mm-hmm. a very personal relationship that I held outside of all those things. And that's what kept me kept me grounded through everything. But um yeah, I would say so my baggage with it is that like I was struggling so hard and growing up in a big church, I felt like I was drowning. Like I felt unnoticed. And it was like I wanted Yeah. That's... Like because I mean it was a how many people went to that church? Like three hundred easily, right? Yeah. And they were very uh I have to say they were very yeah. they definitely liked discerning sect of people. Yeah. You know. They like the uh I'm not, we won't see any names. Mm-hmm. But it was like the but pretty. Was, so actually, my not the pretty people. Like, there was no. Mm-hmm. The popular people. Yeah. It was very popular versus not popular. Yeah. And it had nothing to do with like actual normal. Right. Like yeah. sex. It was like just people. This that is were, this one the, type. Yeah. It was the church type of uh, sovereign grace type of hierarchy. Mm-hmm. So. It's, and it was very family oriented, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. So it had nothing to do with the fact that they were attractive or anything or popular. It was mm-hmm. just this is a family. This is who we like. Yeah, and, and um, that's who everybody kind of liked, and they didn't like the other people. And my family definitely didn't fit the mold. Like, um, my parents were older when they had me and my sisters, so you know the people that they would mesh with were not the same like they wouldn't have kids in my age range right yeah. so then there was that was a factor and then just feeling so out of place and not understanding why i was felt the way i did like you know just being anxious and um like now i can put adhd to it like now i know looking back but I mean, then it's... not knowing a word just knowing i'm not normal like i'm not like everyone else or feeling like why am i this way and so Did that you ever enjoy that hmm? i used to enjoy not being normal cuz i used to hate all of... I, I used think... to really not like the people there yeah. i was like i was happy to click like uh-huh. click with them i was like fuck yeah i don't want to be part of that group uh-huh. well i struggled so much with feeling like my life had value independently of what other people thought. And to this day, like I am very much a people pleaser. Like I want other people uh, to approve of me. Um, That seems to be a very, uh, I would say uh, a religion, not religious, mm -hmm. but like from religious type of uh, sex where they want people, especially women, Mm -hmm. they want that they kind of, I would say brainwash, but I'd say it's kind of brainwashing. Yeah. Where they kind of tell you you have to be like submissive and, you know, more so uh, trying to get the approval of others mm-hmm. rather than experiencing your own life where they tell like the uh, little young teenage boys to go on and do your right, thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's my problem with religion myself is, well, one of them mm-hmm. is I definitely, it's a huge, you know, difference there yeah well i mean if you go back to traditional like in the bible christianity it was one of the first feminist movements well if you if you go like if you actually go by what jesus preached yeah like christianity as a whole now would be completely exactly and that's that's why i don't you can't go really you can't actually go by what the bible says 
because Jesus is like, he was cool with the prostitutes and the, mm-hmm. all those people. And now they're like, fuck the immigrants, fuck the, so yeah. you can't go by yeah. what Christi- Christianity now and what the Jesus, what Jesus taught. The modern church is not what I think it should be looking no, like. No, and the, the thing I hate most, well, not the thing I hate most, but the thing I don't get is, you know, if you actually go by, Jesus was like a hippie, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's not what the church says now. You're like, but it's, he was a lot more about like free, uh, you loving people and Mm -hmm. not judging people. And now the Christian faith as a whole now is more about judging people and, you know. Yeah. So you're like, and you don't, you can't just pick and choose what you want to believe. Yeah. And now I feel like I depend so much on my faith for my job. Like, what I do now, I don't think I could do what without do you, it. What do you do now? I'm a shift supervisor at a juvenile detention center. Oh. So uh, I work Sounds with heavy. the criminal juveniles, like who have. And what got you in? What what drew you to that type of? Uh... I used to work with kids when I worked at the martial arts school, and I really okay. loved it because that particular group, like that age group, is. It's so interesting being able to influence them because, well, essentially what I wanted to be is what I feel like I needed when I was at that age range at church because I felt like there was no one who was saying like, like I felt like I was constantly screaming like, does anybody even notice me? Like if I stopped going to this church, would anyone notice? Like, do I even matter? And so that's what I try to do now is for that group of kids who. Be the person that notices. Yeah. is like. Yeah, you matter. Like, and and that's it. Like, as you are, you matter. So I did that with martial arts. Okay. And then, yeah, at the martial arts school, I taught karate and stuff and was like a mentor. Um, And then got married, did some random other things, like when we lived in Richmond and Williamsburg. And then when the pandemic hit, actually, my job at the gym ended because all the gyms closed. No, they did yeah, and uh, I was looking for work, and this detention center was hiring. And when, um, like my husband, there's some overlap between me and my husband's work, because uh, I joke that he brings me the kids and then I rehabilitate them. Because um, <laughs> uh, and for the uh, the listener out yeah. there, her husband's a uh, police officer. Yeah, sergeant. Sergeant with Williamsburg. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. Can't talk too much about it. Don't yeah. Wanna get, don't want to get. Uh, I'm not trying to get in trouble. Yeah. But, but uh, anyway, yeah. so yeah, that's where I started there. And I just started as floor staff. I worked a unit on like really fell in love with the job because, you know, the Bible says to love and care for the widows and orphans. And it's like on a daily basis, I'm literally caring for the orphans. Like, yeah, that's the thing I don't get about uh, some Christian sex mm-hmm. that like they go, uh, you know, like they're very anti like abortion, right? But mm-hmm. once the baby's born, they don't seem to give yeah, a shit. Yeah, they don't give a fuck about them. And it's like so you're like if you really cared about anti abortion rights, which I'm like I feel like if someone says they're they're mm-hmm. anti abortion, you know, they have to care about that part where like once the baby's born they have to want to say but if you mm-hmm. don't care about that, then you shouldn't have a say in that. So I'm like, at least yeah. walk the whole thing, like take it the whole way. Mm-hmm. Then you can be like, Okay, you have a point, but you just all I want is the person they give birth and then have to put up with that kid you're like okay you don't care about the kid you yeah. just care about controlling the person not to have an abortion so yeah i feel like a lot of religion has been perverted yeah because i mean to a like to an unhealthy level 
it's really sad because really and i feel like the demographic i work with is the forgotten demographic so to speak so it's the most challenging because it's their they're teenagers they're already challenging the norm just by being teenagers so what exactly do you do at that job you you help them like kind of yeah so when i was a floor stuff out so when you're a floor staff i mean you're we use the term counselor there but it's essentially like a almost like an officer like we keep the kids on a unit and monitor them throughout the day and we lead different groups things like risk management addiction um rational behavior thinking so like getting them to really think about why they're doing behavior that they're doing because the concept behind it is you can't change someone's behavior unless you change their thinking you definitely can't. Yeah. How is how has this job changed your thinking though? Have you have you looked at this whole thing and kind of changed the way you perceive yeah humanity in a way? Because I feel like you know dealing with troubled youth yeah. or troubled anybody, you would you would have to change the you know because what's that what's the thing? Mm-hmm. Like the more you actually experience other people, yeah, the more you realize how incorrect your thinking is right it's very so eye-opening how, is, how has that changed you in your opinions of mm-hmm. this the world i would say that i appreciate people more now from where they where they come from different walks of life because to me all of these kids matter mm-hmm. and my mentality going into it has never been like, oh, I'm going to change all these kids and I'm going to save their lives. And, you know, because they interacted with me, uh, everything's going to be different. Like, I know that's not realistic or, yeah, yeah, like it's going to be one out of a thousand who turn their lives around. But my mentality has always been like, I just want to be one bright spot in their life where it's like, even if it's just they were locked up for those six months and during that time, they saw one adult who cared about them genuinely like even if 20 years down the road they can at least say you know what i had one good yeah, moment in my life where i knew someone genuinely cared about me like I think that's that all changes more than anything yeah really. like if you can go through uh you know if you have a, if you have troubles of any kind mm-hmm. and you can say that you know somebody gives a shit about you yeah it's like, gonna affect you more than someone who says hey you're wrong and here's why exactly and that's why so that's good yeah that's that my mentality is never really to change them it's just to say like i'm here and i see you as a human like yeah. and you matter where you're at right now yeah i don't think uh personally i don't think you can change anybody's minds yeah yet. and i've said that many times on this show mm-hmm. that you can't go through and say hey here's what i think and here's why you should think this and right. you're stupid if you don't they'd be like well fuck you you can't tell me how to think and you can't no one's ever told me mm-hmm. i always think that uh beliefs is not you can't choose to believe anything mm-hmm. kind of like being you know like your your sexual orientation you can't choose right. that and people who think you can are just it's crazy because you can't if you could someone could say Choose the opposite, and you could. And there, yeah, and that's you can and that's it. because it's something that changes. It's and again, you're. It's like you're just your your mind is kind of created a certain way, and you kind mm-hmm. of think a certain way, no matter how much you think. Because the facts are the facts, and everybody hears the facts differently. Like some mm-hmm. people hear the facts and they become an atheist. Some people hear the facts and they still be, you know, as yourself, yeah. you still believe in the Christian faith, and. 
it's not like we heard different facts or we heard different points. It's just our brains work in slightly different ways. And then mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. As long as you're not hurting anybody, you know, you're still, it doesn't matter how you feel. So, yeah. What the fuck am I talking about? Oh, no. Now would be a good time for a bathroom break, though. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hold on. Let's, 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 uh, exit out here. Okay. We'll be right back with talking to Tyler after these short messages. really cared about the music. What music? What the intro music that here's, she was like? Here's her list she wrote. I can't. Oh, how cute. That's her. She, yeah, she was like, uh, I was hoping to hear the music Aww. and I was like, I put that in post and she's yeah. like, oh, I wanted to hear it. I'm like, that. <laughs> that was so sweet. Was, I'm going to try to frame this one day and hang it up in here somewhere. Mm-hmm. But she, yeah, she goes, uh, where is it? Uh, hair. She put just hair. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love that. Because uh, Philip Zolas said that he liked she liked mm-hmm. he liked her hair. Yeah. And the funny thing, before we came here, we we're at the bistro, and the waitress said, "I." She's like, "I don't want to be weird, but I love your hair." That's and I was cool. like, "Good lord." Aww. She just got totally validated, like for. She should be. She's yeah, a just, wonderful lady. It was just so weird because the person she wasn't even our waitress. Yeah. She just literally came up. She was like, uh, she was a wait- she was a waitress, but she wasn't our waitress. Mm-hmm. She was like, I don't want to be weird, but I love your hair. Yeah. You know when uh, Emily first told me that you and her were uh, dating, I remember just thinking like, I know nothing about him, but I was so relieved. Because I knew you, I knew your parents, and I loved your parents. I was like, "Oh, good, it's a good family." <laughs> yeah, they're all right. They're they're decent. They're people. great. Yeah. But as we were speaking before the break, right, also right. we're back. This is talking to yes. Tyler, season two. Kelsey Willits, aka uh, Kelsey. West. Yes, formerly West. They are as formerly known as Kelsey West. Mm-hmm. Not you related be, to Kanye West. A be, lot of people ask me. Oh, really? Are you a big fan of Prince? No, I. I mean, not not really, not more than the average person, I would say. Okay, did you, did you ever hear the term the artist formerly known? Yeah, as Prince? that's where it originated. Well, from. you know why they said that? Because he changed his name to fuck. Really? Is yeah, that why? That's why. I didn't know that he changed it. He to changed that, but to I knew f- it was the artist formerly. They changed known his name to fuck, so he so he couldn't say that on the air. So right. they said the artist formerly known as Prince. I love he it. went back to Prince eventually. Yeah. Anyway, that's weird. Kelsey West. Oh, yes, I wouldn't. Yeah. I never even thought of that. I know the the. I I, I know a lot of people used to ask. Uh, you know the Woods. Uh, yeah. Are you are you are you family with Elijah Wood from oh, the Lord yeah. of the Rings? But at, speaking of Sovereign Grace people, who did you? Uh, who who was your beefs in Sovereign Grace? Um, I I know not naming names, I know, but I mean there was definitely. People love the the juicy yeah. gossip on this show. My brother specifically, Benjamin. Yeah. Every time, like, if there's like an episode where people talking like shit, he's like, yeah. "I love that episode," and then they don't. He's like, yeah. "Nah, not for me." Right. I'm like, you just like the gossip. You're like a gossip queen, you know. 
That's I think him. that's what people like is they want to know all the details and people stuff. People do. And people are very. Uh, they love when people yeah. like, like the ancient Romans. You know, like gladiators. They love mm-hmm. it when people like going at each other. That's what yeah. they want. They don't want to do it. They want to watch other people do it so they can live through exactly. them. Exactly. I think have to deal with it. That was one of the benefits of me being um, a little more standoffish is that i just kind of watched i gotta see everything happen and so um yes and also my parents got you know a lot of the the details when some of the drama was going down and my mom would just be like hey this is what's happening my parents never told me see when everything broke when all the news broke about um the drama with sovereign grace ministries and i mean the the i heard about i heard that like years later yeah no when they never told me when it happened you know the surviving sovereign grace blog no that's where everything first broke was there was a blog called surviving sovereign grace and that's where all the people were posting everything that happened that week (laughs) me and my mom both had a stomach bug so we were in like we were just took over there my parents room and she was just reading the articles all day and would be like, can you believe this stuff? And so, yeah. and then later they tried to backtrack and be like, oh, maybe we shouldn't be talking about this with Too late. Kelsey. And I was like, I know everything already. You told me about the prostitution. Like, prostitution? Oh, it's, yeah, uh, you know the one. With Mr. Uh, Emerson. I think so, yeah. Gene but- Emerson. Yes. He got busted for uh, a sting operation. Yeah, and... um. <laughs> Then uh, there was like the um, trigger warning, uh, sexual abuse of minors, where then they were forced into the room with their abusers and forced to apologize or forced to forgive them. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of shit that happened in the higher ups that, like in the in the ministry itself, a lot of stuff apparently happened at celebration when I all that overlapped. Yeah, and what so, happened at celebration? Um. I can't remember because it was so long ago that I was told this stuff, so I don't want to like misspeak. But nah, I misspeak. This yeah, if I remember, I mean, it was just a lot accurate. of like um, sexual abuse and stuff like that that the At church then celebration. covered. I don't know about there specifically, but um, I want to say that I want to say it, but I'm not positive. But I do know that that was a huge thing in Sovereign Grace Ministries. I know Jesus that. Christ. And this is, I will say, it's hearsay. So. You know, no one sue me. But <laughs> if I remember, some of the the head leaders of Sovereign Grace, one of the sons went to this person who is the head of Sovereign Grace Ministries and confessed some um, sexual sin to him. And then that head of Sovereign Grace Ministries turned around and blackmailed that guy's father because he was like, "If you don't do X, Y, Z, I'm gonna announce to the congregation that your son told me." this stuff do what is he a famous person the person who did this yeah i'll say his name fuck it cj mahaney was like oh, blackmailing yeah. people yeah he's okay yeah fuck that guy yeah no he's a he's a kind of a we all, alleged piece of shit but um i mean yeah, yeah, just, i think we can say he's a piece of shit yeah we're far enough in the recording right that uh no one's oh they're still listening oh they're still but listening at this point yeah he's a no actually it's funny no yeah I have as noticed, far as i know and again i'm not 100 percent positive on the facts no no no, no yeah. don't <laughs> we don't, don't care about being d- accurate no this we is care about stirring up the drama this isn't a fucking this isn't admissible in a court of law yeah fair we're just here talking shit. I we, use the word alleged. So. We've been we've been drinking. We don't know what the fuck we're That's talking true. about. 
So, yeah, you can't use this for or against mm-hmm. anybody. But, uh, what the fuck was I saying? I don't remember now. Oh, yeah, fuck that guy. CJ Yeah, Marino's no, he's, yeah, he's, he was manipulating and yeah, controlling all that. the people. But anyway, yeah, so that's when everything was coming out. So, Sovereign Grace Ministries. I think we're going back to, like, people I didn't like within the church. Was within more, the church, yeah, people we know. I would say it wasn't I gotta, ever. I got a notepad if you want to write down ah. some names of you people you don't like. Also, you said something about unmasking. Oh, that was with ADHD is talking about like, so masking is the term used where it's like you're spending energy covering up your quote unquote symptoms, so to speak. So like um, for me, like wanting to interrupt people, that is actually something that I struggle I, with. I love to interrupt. I finish... I'm really bad about finishing other people's sentences. And like, if they take a pause, I will just say the word that I know that they're going to say. Oh, I don't do that. What I do I is do I, 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 uh, I just, if they pause, yeah. I use that as an opportunity to yeah. shut them down saying, I'm going to start talking about what See, I want to talk perfect. about. Um, I don't give a, like, I don't, I don't give a shit what you want to say. But the energy spent restraining that or just some of the impulsive things or the anxiety that you feel about yourself, like all of those things are masking, like how you cover up your symptoms of ADHD or anxiety or whatever. And then when you have a couple of drinks, it relaxes you to the point where you're kind of your genuine self because you don't have those inhibitions. So like that's when if I have a couple of drinks, I'm more likely to be really loud and interrupt people and that is how I am as a person like all my life I've been like that's something I'm kind of self-conscious about now is my voice and how loud I am because I was told so often like oh you're loud you're annoying um and so when I drink then it's like suddenly I stop caring about those things so then I get loud and I get where I'm talking a lot and stuff because I care about it less so that's like the unmasked is like I'm not masking those symptoms anymore. Otherwise, in an average conversation, I'm kind of mentally checking myself. I'm using a lot of energy, making sure that I'm being like a normal person. Like I'm thinking, okay, what would a normal, what would be the polite thing to do? What would be the normal thing? And when like I have a couple of drinks and I'm like, mm, I don't care. I'm going to be myself. Like I'm. I think I'm nicer when I drink. Yeah. I think the more I drink, the nicer I am. Yeah. I think sober me. I think sober me is usually pretty uh, irritable. Yeah, yeah, fair. So, like, if I'm drinking, I think I care less what people say. <laughs> when I'm sober, I'm like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, here's a notepad. So uh, I'm writing down some shit that uh, I can. Anyway, yeah. So we we drop. So we got the unmasking thing down. So now we're back to the conversation of the people who have wronged her in Sovereign Grace. I, and again, I won't say necessarily let nah, they wronged me. It's just maybe people names. that I, rubbed me the wrong way because of. And we're going by people that rubbed you the wrong way. I, I pretty much every fucking <laughs> yeah. person that's ever been there rubbed me the wrong way. I'll tell you what. I used to fucking hate people. The whole like. I remember there's one time they were like talking about clicks back in 316 mm-hmm. and they're like, oh yeah, we're a good thing we're not doing the click thing no more. <laughs> and then they literally said that and they all went back to their clicks and I was like, well, I'm still here by myself. No one gives a fuck about me. I think these are the, those are the ones that I can say off the top of my head without any like <laughs> hesitation. And again, it- God, I, your handwriting is so much better than mine. Oh, I was about to say mine's really shitty. Um, Do you see mine? I didn't even- <laughs> 
I wrote unmasking. You can't even oh. tell what it says. Oh, that's what that says. I thought that was like a doctor script. No, I think. Yeah. You know, again, that's the whole like air, all of these elements of my life. Like my whole social circle was the people at church, so I didn't have any, you know, differences. And so, so these these three uh, ladies were mean to you, huh? I, and again, I don't want to say specific. Okay, yeah, they were mean, <laughs> but they were. Yeah, but I'm also don't, like don't a. Nice. I'm also don't be, hypersensitive to everything. Nah, that's 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 some bullshit people say to make you feel yeah. bad for being upset. Thank you. It'd be like, hey, uh, they, they they pretty much go and make fun of you, and then uh-huh. they're like, you're like, that's that's me, and they go, oh, you're so sensitive. You're like, no, I'm not sensitive. You're being a fucking bitch right now. Yeah, those are don't, more people. I think it's called they call that gaslighting. Yeah, right? they were more like. I'm not very good there. I don't know what <laughs> gaslighting is. I can't. I keep yeah. it wrong, but I think that's it. Where they treat you poorly, uh-huh. and you get upset, and they say no it's trying to make you think you're your crazy it's your fault for being upset yeah. by that i was just trying to be a i was just joking yeah when i called you a fucking uh fat bitch right i was i was just being a jokester you it's your fault for taking it the wrong way thankfully I, uh is I that what like anyone would called me that in particular well, no, I mean, <laughs> that's as an example and that's i uh-huh. think that's what Gaslighting is right. It's it's essentially uh, like trying to make someone doubt their own experiences or their yes. sanity because you're so, yeah. you're trying to rewrite. You say something, the they get upset. You say no, you're yeah. you're picking that up wrong. Yeah. So I think with those individuals, those three it people. was more that I would try to be friends with them. And then they would be nice one day, and then the next they would just like ignore my existence, well, not want to be around me. And I think that's fair. Yeah. One of those people, I from what I've known, uh-huh. they're the top, the top one. Yeah, they're completely different now. Yeah. Do you think that has something to do with that? Like they were trying to fit in, so mm-hmm. that's why they did that. Or do you think they're just a piece of shit? So. And the fact that they changed now yeah. only means there's there's a piece of shit in uh, different clothing. I think, see, I, I believe in the duality of man and that I believe okay. that anyone can change and that at the same time, no one changes. I don't think anybody changes. Like that, and that's the thing is like, I think people I think are who they are. But I think people change on a microscopic level. Yeah. Like they can kind of do stuff, but I think as a whole. People gen- generally say the same. But I mean, I would say that. But then again, like that's such a. In that person, uh-huh. and yeah, yeah, that is an their, actual change. <laughs> their change is so dramatic; it's almost like you know, such a. I don't know how to put that. Well, I think that to a degree, it's you know, we also were all during that age and stuff. It's like we're also trying to deal with our own shit, and then. Yeah. I don't know how much is like them going out of their way to be this way and how much is like them thinking that's how they should be. Yeah. Or thinking how they should be or thinking about especially in that realm, trying to be that type of person they which they don't feel like they Mm -hmm. might just be regurgitating Exactly like the stuff they see from the other fuckheads they see there. Yeah. Then again, that person, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. I think is I I agree with you. Yeah. I don't think the fact that Chains is like, oh, it's just, I think it's just who they are. Right. And it was. It's my personal That was really difficult for me because I have always struggled with friendships, like making and maintaining friendships because I'm a very loyal person, but I am also very sensitive and I get hurt easily. 
So and you I'm willing to a lot. Well, I'm willing to forgive a lot, Ooh, and so I'm good. yeah, exactly. Like I am, I am the uh, like, poster child of like easy to take advantage yeah. of, like poster child for abusive relationships. Honestly, right yeah, there, yeah. Like um, I'm thankful that my husband is so yeah, kind well. and sensitive, and like is a good person because I would have been easy to manipulate or take mm-hmm. advantage of um well that's good then but then that's very good what i so much i think of my personality is caught up in growing up in sovereign grace because um because you did and like well to this to this day like i still am processing through things because um like i had the realization of like Today, like today on a daily basis, I will still pursue friendships with people who it's like they may not like me necessarily. Like I feel the need like to who? win them over. Like who? Like it could be coworkers. It could be anything like that. And it, what I realized where I think it stems from is from Sovereign Grace is having these now, people where. Why do you think you need to perform for them? Well, so what I think it why was. Why shouldn't they perform for you? Well, because my, and I love my mom. Very, very dearly. So this is not a this is not a diss on her there's at all. Nothing, there's but, nothing wrong with a mom saying yeah, something's not right. No, every what, mom has given bad advice yeah, because and, that's um, what they think. But as long as they care about you, that's all it matters. Yeah. And so what she would say, she told me like, oh well, they don't want to be friends with you because you come across as rude and standoffish, or you know, it's just that they're wanting to be your friend, but you're not doing enough. And I'll, I think I'll, that developmentally, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, my friend, yeah. my friend, I had a friend Jesse, Jesse Chubb. He yeah. once told me, you remember the Chubb family, right? Yeah. Actually, he went. Yeah, Ashley Chubb, Lydia Chubb, Jesse. So he once said, uh, we were talking about like mm-hmm. dating. I was dating people, you know, early on. This is a long time ago. And like he said something about how he said something along the lines that you should date someone like you shouldn't have to only perform for them. Mm-hmm. They should also have to prove to you that right. they're worthy of dating you. It's not just you trying to perform for them. Yeah. And I was like, that makes a lot of sense. And that because it was after my like I think it was after my or but right before my first, you know, my failed marriage. Mm-hmm. Or after it. And I was like, that makes a lot of sense. Like I shouldn't have to just perform for everybody. Yeah. Sometimes they should have to prove to me why they should be in my life. It should be a it's a uh give and take. Two way street, yeah. yeah. I shouldn't be like, oh, I got this is why, like, I'm trying to prove, like, I'm trying to get a job, you mm-hmm. know? Like, friendship isn't a job. It's a, it's a super sweet, right. it's mutual beneficial. Be, yeah. Not just one person being like, oh, this is why you should like me. Like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. You've passed my test. Now you can be my friend. But you're like, okay, now what do you offer? Mm-hmm. That's not, so uh, when he said that, I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. And did you date before your marriage? Like, because growing up in Sovereign Grace, like, they were very anti-dating. I didn't date a lot, but yes, no, I, I did go on a few dates. Uh-huh. Do you feel like maybe the culture around dating and marriage affected things? Like, were you more willing to marry your... If you don't mind my talking about it. like do you, No, I but, don't mind at all. Um, Actually, that's a thing. I do... Int- I, I'm trying to encourage questions from uh-huh. the guests. So yeah. Hit me with some questions, yes. Well, so I know in, my, in my personal life, like, honestly, my husband is the first person that I dated. I'm just very grateful that it worked out. Okay. But... 
I think that our relationship had a lot of bumps in it because I hadn't dated before. There were a lot of things like expectations and things that I had because of growing up in Sovereign Grace That's and having true. that these like pressures put on relationships. Do you feel like maybe that affected things of maybe rushing into a marriage that wasn't healthy or mutually beneficial because it was once you choose this person, this is it, you know, well, like that is how it is. And th- well, yes. When I, when I got married the first time, I did not believe in religious. Mm-hmm. So I didn't believe in that. Mm-hmm. But saying that, I don't think any of the teachings bled through would mm-hmm. be, uh, you know, foolish on my part. Yeah. Definitely. Yes. But I didn't just be like, okay, well, you know, I didn't believe in that. Oh, if you want to have sex, you have to get married. I didn't mm-hmm. believe in any of that. It was, I think, the problem was not the problem, but mm-hmm. seeing how I didn't in like you know in a younger age where most mm-hmm. people go through the type of you know bullshit relationships, I didn't really yeah. go through that because you know. Growing up in the sovereign they were race, like you they might were, as well be uh, very, dancing like, with the devil. How dare you have interest? Yeah, they're very strict, and they're like, yeah. "Don't talk to girls, don't do any of that shit." So, I didn't get to go through that. So, I was very naive when it came mm-hmm. to relationships. So i I looked past a lot of shit. Yeah, all the red flags. So. Yes, and stuff, and just you know, like oh, what I thought was I was in love with somebody mm-hmm. was just more like oh. This is, you know, when you're like fucking 14, you're like, oh, I'm in love. But then mm-hmm. you realize, oh, right. I'm not in love. It's just fucking hormones. So I didn't really realize all that. So I think that's a problem. But then at the same time, you know, you got to live. You got to learn somehow. And I mm-hmm. was in the whole sovereign grace and the whole that religious thing. I didn't learn earlier. Mm-hmm. So I learned later. And I was just so happy to get married and fuck my life up. But that's just how it goes. Seems like it's unfucked now, so that's what matters, right? Yeah, but at the time it did not. Yeah. Way. So yeah, I definitely uh, it was definitely I wouldn't blame Sovereign Grace per mm-hmm. chance, but I blame the whole culture. Right, that yeah. it was like you're going into a committed relationship as an adult with no trial and error. It's just, well, now this is what well, you chose. And, yeah. Or, like, you don't get all those little stumbling blocks around, along yeah, the way. The, and, well, at the time, I thought I I liked it, and I was like, this is what I believe. And I, and again, because it wasn't because, oh, I got to get married now because we had mm-hmm. sex one time. I didn't believe any of that shit. But it was just like, oh, this is how I feel about her. Mm-hmm. If most people, if I was able, you know, it was like 14 dating people and I was like, whatever. And I was like, okay, that didn't work out. I'm like, okay, just because I feel a certain way doesn't mean I'm in love with this person. Makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. So I definitely think that, uh, yeah. So I guess in your scenario, that's definitely the oddity. Uh, yeah. Know? Yeah. So, but congratulations. Me and my sisters. But I mean, all, I'm sure it happens, yeah. Of us, like, also, but the person I ended up with in that scenario was yeah. someone who definitely didn't come from the same environment right. I did, who had definitely different ideas about everything. Mm-hmm. So I would say it's a little different. But yeah. Well, only one out of uh, the three of us married someone from the church <laughs> of three girls. Which one? The old, Ashley, my oldest sister. The, the dude with the short... The, Nathaniel the, Barton. Yeah, the guy with the black hair. Yeah. Short black hair. 
Yeah. Yeah, they've been married for, I mean, honestly, I think they've been married for longer than, like, in my lifetime. They've been married longer in my life than they have not. Like, I think they got married when I was 10. She's the one with the, she's like, so you got Kelsey, right? And the older one. Ashley. Not Kelsey, sorry. Yeah, Ashley's the oldest and the shortest. No, okay. And no. she's my half sister. Who is who? The one am I thinking of? The, Lindsay. Lindsay, that's the Lindsay one. Lindsay is the she's, middle one. I apologize. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. No. So it was. She's the one that was at Veritas. Yeah. Yeah. She. And you're to talking about who is? Ashley's at, the oldest. She never yeah. was at Veritas, right? No, no. Okay. She's ten years older than me. But she's like sh- even shorter than you are. She right? She is like four foot eleven. I remember her being like. Uh, and he's pretty tall, right? He is like six foot two. And he's kind of like a nerd, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm, I'm thinking about the right guy. Then. Yep. Um, he's a nice guy, though, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love he's, him. He I love seems my like he seems like a nice dude. Mm-hmm. From what I remember, it's a long time ago. I haven't been privy to the uh, Sovereign Grace community in a yeah, long they, time. They do still go. They're still at Sovereign Grace. Really? Mm-hmm. Good what for them. Who gives it? Yeah, I know who safe. even calls it that. But and, um, no, uh, okay. So we talked about the first person on that list. Yes. The other two. What do you have to say about so them? So the middle one, I think it was the middle one that I wrote. That's what the, uh, annoyed me the most is about this that's individual. The, that's the one with the fucking what do you call it? Uh, Lyme's disease bullshit. <laughs> don't don't now it's now it's obvious. Well, not uh, obvious no. unless you know who the fuck. Yeah. It's I, well. It's only I, obvious if and again. Like, no, and this is speaking, like, I have this mental image of them as high school. No, what bothered me was that I tried to be that person's friend. Ah, she seemed like a fucking And then that person was mean and rude and then would go around and complain that she didn't have friends. From what I've heard, she didn't even have Lyme disease. Yeah, that's what I've heard, too. Yeah, um, it was just a fucking ploy for attention. Yeah, So by the point, this is... Personally, they can't prove who we're talking about. <laughs> and second off, yeah, that, that was just like, it. that's what bothered me as someone who was like very accepting of different people. Like, I really didn't care if people nah, were she, weird or different. And so being like, that's all that yeah, was. and being like, okay, sweet. And then they're go- that person's making post. Like, I mean, it's public Facebook posts about like, no one likes People, me. No one likes me. Or as soon as they learn about this, then they no longer want to be my friend. I'm like, I tried to be your friend, and then you insulted my haircut. So, <laughs> like, what'd you cut? How'd you cut your oh, hair? Oh no, that was back when I will. I will give her that. Um, was your haircut that? Was it was. It? That's when I had the really bad pixie, real bad. Pixie. Okay. Uh, it was really short. Um, I don't remember. Do you remember? And I, yeah. Do you remember? I was in a class with you. I was in uh, art class with Mrs. Wright. Yes, I feel like yeah. I feel like you were in the back, probably just talking shit. I was. <laughs> I was talking shit about everybody. Yeah. But uh, it was me and Emerson Zolas. Yeah. We were back there talking shit. We made nicknames for everybody in the uh-huh. class. Well, you know, me and Emily um, had nicknames for our crushes and stuff. So we and they were normal names, so we could talk about them publicly. Oh, ours were insulting. Yeah, ours were like just normal names. Um, yeah, ours but, was, ours were mean. Yeah, I'm sure. Not so. I mean, I think I remember <laughs> we. You had a New Year's party. Um, I think it was 2020, January 2020. You had yeah, the but New right Year's before party, COVID. And you said your nickname no. for me was like 
George Washington? Yes, or it was. Yeah, because it was a, the bad pixie cut. Like I will give you that. No, I'm it was. Sure. It was also just me being lazy. Yeah. Because I had some sick ones. I had. Uh, I won't say the names of who yeah. they were, but one was heavy metal. Can you I guess? I think who? you told me who that was. Yeah. Before. Can you guess who it was? I can't because I really don't remember a lot of people. There was someone with braces who well, was kind yeah. of on the heavy side. Yeah. See, very clever. <laughs> it wasn't very clever, but I thought it was funny. Yeah. Because what happened was we were just, it was him and uh, me there. Mm-hmm. And I did not like enrichment at all. Yes. I yeah, hated it's... enrichment. I fucking hated it. Because I went from Veritas to enrichment. And I all my like people uh-huh. I knew were in Veritas. And I didn't know anybody at enrichment. And I did not like anybody at enrichment mm-hmm. because they were all just... Uh, it was very clickish there too. Yeah. Oh. That's just yeah. high school. So I was like, I don't want to be part of your cliques. I don't like right. you. Yeah, but it was just like I remember fun. like uh Mrs. Goodley saying something like, Y'all aren't allowed to leave during lunch or something like and I was like, Fucking watch me. I used to leave. I used to sneak out all the time during lunch and go down to like Buffalo Wild Wings and just order a thing of fried pickles. Like, I never was there during lunch or my senior Buffalo year. Buffalo Wild Wings? Oh, I would drive across uh, Greenbrier, like, all the way out there. Because I was like, you're not going to tell me what I can do. That's a long drive. Yeah, but I was like a middle finger to him. That was the goal, was uh, just... That's I, what I hate, is when people who have no power over me tell, tell me you. something. Like, I'm normally not a rebellious person i would say but the moment someone says you cannot or you should not then i'm like Mm-mm, nope can't do it like that is the youngest child in me coming out i gotta be a little oh, bit of the a youngest rebel. child yeah youngest three girls there's only three of you yeah oh, <laughs> just shit. the three uh, i guess yeah it's yeah now that you say it i don't know any other ones uh-huh <laughs> I'm just saying. If you like, think of any, please let me know. I'm, no, I'm curious. Just, no, I'm just saying, like, you know, some people, like, have uh, tons of kids. Nope, just those three. Have you ever, like, talked to someone you knew for a while and they, like, said they have, like, a sister or a brother? You know? You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. Like, One of my you have really. Like, older sister? Like, yeah, she's, like, 10 years older than me. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, I thought I knew you. Mm-hmm. Like, I've known you for, like, 10 years and now you're spring this shit on me? Yep. It's fucking weird. But yeah, no, I, I I know all, I know I know uh, your other sisters because I remember the yeah. one at the Veritas and the mm-hmm. the really short one. For some reason, I thought you had like maybe one more. It's me. That's the third one. All right. It was me. Yes, I'm. I, I've realized I'm very fucking ve- not vain, but not not narcissistic. But self absorbed. Yeah, I think that was the term we used. But I think is everyone is. I'm just like I don't. I think about myself so much more than other people. Well, I think that's everyone. I think that everyone thinks of themselves like to an extreme degree because... To be fair, I would say I'm a lot more interesting than most people I know. Yeah. That's not even me being a narcissist. That's just Mm -hmm. staying a fact. Most people I know are fucking boring as shit. Fair. I'm not saying you. I'm just saying, you know, in general. I'm, I'm at least boring now. I would say, like on yeah, going to Buffalo Wild Wings because no. your husband t- told you not to, exactly, or who whomever tells you yeah. not to. I would never drive no, to I'm Buffalo just... Wild Wings though because it's not worth it. No, yeah, but I mean, I was <laughs> what seventeen. I don't remember. I never had. A, I don't remember uh, giving it 
I remember there was one time I sat by myself at Richmond uh, mm-hmm. and Mrs. Gilly showed was like, Do you want me to sit with you? I'm like, nah. <laughs> Please <That's> don't. Worse. <laughs> I'd rather I'm like, I don't like the people here. Uh-huh. I don't like you either. Mm-hmm. I'm much happier by myself than with any of you people talking to me. Yeah. It... I hate enrichment. It sucked. It was I think For me, it sucked. I hate it. Yeah, no, I think that it was super easy was part of it. Oh, no, like, it was um, stupid easy. But to the same degree, having been in college now, I'm like, this is just as easy. Like, I, I never really feel I'm, challenged. Okay. Well, from, uh, so I went to Veritas, right? Mm-hmm. And from Veritas to Enrichment, yeah. Enrichment was like a fucking cakewalk. I feel like Veritas though was just a lot of busy work because I was. It was yes. It was just. It was just. It was a lot mm-hmm. of busy work and a lot of stuff like that. But again, it was more, it, it was mm-hmm. harder to do because you had so much. So it definitely prepared you for college, mm-hmm. but not so much like the hard part of college. Yeah, like if you took a hard. If you took an easy class, you're like, oh yeah, this is nothing. But if you take an actual class, you actually have to think mm-hmm. like so. Like, we're actually taking, like, calculus or something. You're like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. No, I have um, to actually put some effort into it. Veritas, I Not got. just. I know most of the most of the people who have been on here have had, like, positive Comments impressions. About yeah. I did not. <laughs> like, we, uh, we, uh. All right, what'd you have to Did say? not. <coughs> there were. Two individuals in my class, I remember. This is what... Yeah, grab the notebook. These two people, because of their... I don't know about these people. ...relation to the school... God damn it. ...status within the school... No, they were in my class, and I remember... You got the pen? Oh, did I take it? Oh, yeah. They, um... One of... I won't say both. I have to say, though, they'll write both down. I love this show because I get all the fucking juicy gossip off air. Yeah. I don't know what it... This show is fucking great because I get so much... It's so much fun to talk to people because... They would cheat. Oh, obviously. No, they would cheat and or fail the tests. And then the teacher would be required to change their grade. No shit. Yes. Because they should have failed the class because I would... Obviously. Yeah, and actually one of those people was made to sit by me in class because I was the goody two-shoes. Like, I'm going to be honest. It was because I didn't have friends. Um, But, yeah. Is that dog hair? Yeah, that is dog hair. (laughs) I think that's from... um, Hazel. Yeah, Hazel. But... She she sheds so much. They were made to sit by me because they knew that like I was a rule follower and stuff but yeah that they would (laughs) cheat on the tests and then have their grades changed and stuff so that they would pass and get like honorary stuff well I think that's how they graduated too yeah so that's not but that always rubbed me the wrong way because I was one of those kids who was like you know studying hard and tried and that kind of thing and I was like well to be fair not to be fair on their part, but that's mm-hmm. just how the world works. That oh, yeah. If you have connections, you always come out ahead. It is a good life lesson that <laughs> life is unfair for people that don't have connections. Yeah. Once it upon sucks. a time, it was nepotism, and now it's just called networking. No, it's still nepotism. 
But now it's called networking. Now well, it's yeah. like, now oh, you, yeah, no, you, you're just. Now you put a spin on it to sound yeah, like you're positive. not a piece no, of shit. Good. Nah, it's ridiculous. But uh, yeah. But uh, we didn't talk about the, uh, the bottom mm. one name there from Sovereign I mean, Grace. It was, the, it was the same thing. Same it was just. Deal. I mean, and. Phony fucker. I would no. say, yeah, just that idea of like, okay, one minute you're going to be cool and be friends with me for the convenience of like, I'm the only person around, so you might yeah, as well I, hang I, out. And I then the moment that, that there are other people or people you'd rather be friends with, I now you're going to I saw act. that a lot of fucking shit at yeah. uh, Enrichment. Like the fucking oh, yeah. quick kid, he was like talking to me because his friends didn't like him. Yeah, and, and as soon as like, his friends liked him again, he was like not yeah, talking to me. Yeah, that definitely happened to me a lot of times where it was, but the funny, I was the backup friend. The funny thing was I knew it and I was like, mm-hmm. I don't get, and I didn't give a fuck. I was like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Yeah. And then he was like, he was like, this guy doesn't like me. I was like, fuck you. Uh-huh. And then as soon as he came back, I was like, good, go back. I don't mm-hmm. want to talk to you anyway. I think it was uh, that Stephen yeah. kid. I pissed him off yeah. though once at in, uh, TCC. Really? Uh, from what I heard, yeah. Oh no! I I, I was I was uh, I was outside at the art center at Portsmouth, uh-huh. and I was smoking cigarettes back then because I was a smoker back mm-hmm. then. And he came out talk, yeah. <laughs> Still am, but for different reasons. <laughs> and he came out trying to talk to me, uh-huh. right? And I was just like, uh, I, I did not, I, I did not give him any time mm-hmm. of day because I'm like, fuck, I'm just out here trying to enjoy my cigarette. I don't want to talk to you. And he was out there trying to be like, hey, I was like, so I, so apparently I just blew him off and he yeah. pissed him off like a motherfucker. And I would do it again, too. That's something I love about living on the other side of the bridge tunnel. It's like I never am at risk of running into anyone that I've known from high school or anything or oh no like well i I haven't run into anybody yeah i haven't run anybody for years and tcc was just high school 2.0 yeah so that was the problem but Mm -hmm. since then i haven't run into anybody for years but yeah across the tunnel at williamsburg yeah no one's going across that that tunnel sucks it's so shitty i hate it but no, you're not, you're on the good side though. You're, at least you're not in Hampton. I'm in the bougie city. Yeah. yeah, Hampton's the worst. Oh my goodness, Hampton and Newport News is so bad. Yeah, it's terrible. But yeah, you're in uh, the old uh, college town. Mm-hmm. Where do you? I'm not gonna say like where mm-hmm. do you live, but do you like live near the downtown area, right? So technically, we live in James City County, which Williamsburg. I don't know what that is. It's it just borders Williamsburg. It kind of hugs it in the same way that like you're Chesapeake. Not like, and, you're not like downtown. You're like no. So I mean, we are five minutes from Colonial Williamsburg. Oh yeah, that's that's. Do you do you guys enjoy that, or is it kind of like a cliche at this point? We like it. Um, I walk my dogs there all the time, okay. and stuff. So it's With really all the, pretty. All the tourists and whatnot. I hate it during Christmas. Because, That's yeah. the best time to go, though. See, it's the best time for everyone else, and it's the worst time for me, because I'm like, these fucking people don't even live here, and I'm just trying to take my dog out for well, walking. Yeah, you live there, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, we used to go all the time for Christmas with Santa. Like, oh, it's beautiful, it's yeah. A great t- That's, I feel like, personally, that's, uh-huh. like, my favorite time to go when it's cold outside. Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's, yeah, it's great. But... I, I'm trying to talk my family to go on this year, but they, they don't want to go. There's so much... There is... An amount to do in Williamsburg. I won't say there's a lot because everything closes by nine o'clock. Oh but. no! Yeah, once if you go once, you go. You you can't. It's not. You don't go again. Yeah, I would say. There's you no know, everyone thinks value. of Colonial Williamsburg. That's the big thing there, but there are a lot of um, 
more eclectic places around there. Like there's the antique mall. If you're into antiquing, that's really fun. Um, there are a lot of little bougie coffee shops around there that I love. Um, that I go to a lot. And then some restaurants. I mean, what's your favorite restaurant there? We go to a place called Oceans and Ale all the time to the point where the servers know us and we'll be like, oh, you want this? Or like they just walk up and they're like, y'all are ready to order now. That's how how they are at that place. Yeah. They they Um, make jokes about how I bury bodies or something. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they like one of the bartenders gives us the friends and family discount when we uh, go. I need to get. I just start talking. Yeah, do you I ever, mean we like tip to make up for it, but yeah. Do you ever get to the point where uh, you're talking to a customer like like at that place and they mm-hmm. know you and you're like, okay, that's it. I gotta stop going here. <laughs> yeah, we were like, ooh, like we did. Um, that's how I usually am. So me and my husband did Dry July. Which sounds Dry like July, and it sounds like we were doing it, you know, to be healthy and all that kind of thing. No, we were going to New York the first week in August, and I wanted the alcohol to be worth it if we were going to pay that amount. So I was like, we gotta, like, wait, New York. We, yeah, I was like, we gotta get rid of our tolerance. Like, we have to make it where this alcohol goes a lot longer. So I was like, we're gonna not drink for the month of July, and we were expecting because when you say New York, you mean New York City. Okay. Um. Yeah. We were going for a Tyler Childers concert, but you know, I've I've talked to a lot of people who have stopped drinking and they say, Oh, my face cleared up, I lost all this weight, I felt so much better. At the end of the month, me and my husband looked at each at each other and we're like, Do you feel better? And we're like, Fucking no, I feel worse. Like no. Really? Like <laughs> I have to say, do you guys exercise at all? Um, yeah. Yeah, we are very active. Yeah, I have to say when I stop, I well, let's not mm-hmm. say I Quit drinking, but I quit drinking before I worked out. Yeah. And that's a huge benefit. Uh-huh. Because working out after you have a buzz is terrible. Oh, I think it's great. No, if it's- If you are slightly drunk, that's the- I did a uh, thousand lunge challenge, and I did it with a buzz, and so I didn't remember it. I mean, like, the soreness no, afterwards, but yeah. Was- I'll tell you what. No, if when I drank before working out, uh-huh. I'm just tired. I'm just lethargic. I just want to sit down and go to sleep. Yeah. I have to be sober. I hate it. Mm-hmm. I used to, for, like, the longest, for, like, a couple of months, I would literally, while I would make dinner, mm-hmm. and I have a few glasses of wine while making dinner and eating dinner. Mm-hmm. So I go to the gym kind of slightly buzzed because, again, yeah. I, I walk there. I don't have to drive. And a few times, I would make some mixed drinks, and I'd be quite, you know, I'd yeah. be feeling pretty good. And the workout would be terrible, just mm-hmm. awful. I'd be lifting weights. I'd be, I, I couldn't lift nearly as heavy as I want to. It's just awful. So when I don't drink, I get a much better workout. Mm-hmm. So If I don't work out in the morning, it's not happening. Like Really? I, yeah. I don't work out in the morning just because, you know, I'm not – you know, crazy. Yeah. Because I used to work out in the morning. I used to, when I worked out in the morning, I would, I would, I stopped drinking caffeine. Mm-hmm. I stopped drinking. I had zero vices. Mm-hmm. I go to bed like at eight o'clock at night. I'd wake up at four in the morning. I'd work out six days a week. I felt fantastic. Yeah. It was, it was the best I ever felt, the best prop I ever looked. I was miserable. I was going to say, you probably were not happy at no, all. I, like, I cut out all carbs. I yeah, cut out everything. It was awful. You cut out all the happiness in your life. Well, yeah, but all the happiness is what makes you miserable. It sucked. What? Like, like no, like carbs? 
I would eat carbs and I feel, I feel, I felt a lot better. Everything that mm-hmm. made me happy made me feel kind of shitty. Yeah. And I hated it. And, you know, waking up early was awful, but I'd feel really good throughout the day. I yeah. felt like I had so much energy. I just literally, I would eat like every night I come back, I eat eggs mm-hmm. and smoothies for breakfast. And then I eat chicken and broccoli for lunch. And then I eat like chicken and broccoli for dinner. I think it was off. It was terrible. But I felt the best I ever felt. And I looked the best I ever looked. Uh And it it wasn't worth it. No. Yeah, no. That's what I learned when I- Totally not worth it. Because, you know, for a while I wanted to be a personal trainer. I thought that was my career field. Because I do like working out. And what I learned being in that environment was- you can always go deeper into the healthy rabbit hole. It was like, yeah, okay, you first off, crazy, you should, yeah. yeah, you should eat peanut butter. Well, you shouldn't eat peanut butter that has sugar in it, so don't do the sugar. No, well, actually, this... almond butter butter is better for no, you. No, and you it get... would just like keep going. Yeah, it's you like gotta you gotta get always... the Smucker's peanut butter, <laughs> the all natural. That's the best one. No yeah. joke. I love Smucker's. I won't eat Jif or uh-huh. Peter Pan. Smucker's is the one to go. All I care about is whether my dog can eat it. Smucker's is the one yeah. the dog can eat. It's natural peanut butter. Yeah, as it's, long as it doesn't have xylitol in it. No, it, well, Smucker's, if you look at Smucker's, mm-hmm. it has sea salt and peanuts, and that's it. Mm-hmm. That's the only ingredients. It's the best one, too. I love the taste of it. It's so I much like better. I like sugar in my peanut butter. I want a degree of unhealthy well, in no, my healthy food. The funny thing is, I like sweets, right? Uh-huh. I love sweets. That's another I, uh, ADHD symptom, by the way. Liking sweets? Oh, yeah. Because well, uh, lo- you regularly have a lower level of dopamine, so you have to get it somewhere. Well, I'll tell you what. And, I, yeah. I, I love donuts. I will. Mm-hmm. I get these Edmund donuts from, like, the Wawa. That's where I get them from. Yeah. Because, you know, they're like the ones in the box. Yeah. I love them shits. I go crazy for that. But the I, I hate the Jif or the Peter Pan peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Because when I, I'll make a sandwich with a peanut butter and it tastes like I'm eating a candy sandwich. I hate it. I want. I like the saltiness of the peanut butter. Mm, that's I, with peanut butter. That's it. Everything else, I love sweets. I I love. I'm a yeah. big sweet tooth when it comes to the fucking you know. You know uh, what is it? Uh, like cookies or donuts yeah. or pastries. I, oh yeah. I am a child when it comes to my my oh, diet. Fuck. Like I do not eat well. At all. I wish I, I have to fight myself like yeah. I'll be at the Wawa or something. I'll mm-hmm. see the Endemans donuts. I fucking love that shit. I'll just mm-hmm. and then I buy them shits. That whole box of like twelve donuts is gone within two days. I just sit there and just fucking just eat it. It's so fucked up. Within it's like terrible. a ten minute drive from my house is a what's the one? Crumble cookie? An insomnia cookie and a cookie crisp. The crumble cookie. That's the uh, yeah. new, that's the new one, right? They're pretty new. Um, right? I mean, they've been around, but they're starting to branch out more. That's the one that has like the really big gourmet cookies. Yeah, but and they, then insomnia they the, cookies uh, is like they're open late for the people, the the fat ass that wants to stay open, uh, stay up late. It's me. It's me. I'm God, the one I, who's going there at midnight. Well, I also sometimes will get so, off work late. At like ten o'clock, and I'm like, I just need a fucking cookie. <laughs> like, I've been dealing with kids all day. I just need. Something. I will literally not okay. buy like Oreos because if I buy the Oreos, oh, yeah. I sit there and eat the whole fucking case. Mm-hmm. I once, so I went to work right. So I put the Oreo case in my lunchbox. And I was like, I'll have like a few, right? Yeah, no, it's, but it's I kept not getting well. 
like every five minutes, I was like, fuck, I, I grabbed yeah. two or three. I eat them. I'm like, I'm still hungry. I wasn't hungry. Mm-hmm. I just wanted that fucking Oreo. So I only, if I put like five in a bag, I'll eat five and I'll be done. But that fact that it was in there, I knew I could get yeah. it. I'm like, I'm going to keep going back to that fucking well. But anyway, let's not talk about how I'm a fat <laughs> and, uh, fucking fat ass. Let's talk about, uh, what were we talking about? I, Your hatred of uh, Tom and Grace? Enrichment? Yeah, I mean, Veritas? bitterness. You know what? I um we got a the few, moment I got a few names yeah. that I can't name here. Yeah. The moment it's I um realized like I'm never gonna be a member of this church was when I had been born into that church, grown up into that church, and I had to go through the new members class if I wanted to be I a never member. went through the members and class. And I was like, fuck no, I know more about this church than half the people here. I am not going through a new members class. Like I never did the new members class. Yeah, because it was Stupid. Like, I know. I never even started it. Yeah. Oh, no. I never. I said straight up, like, I am never doing that class because you are not going to tell me, like, well, I have to do this with you, a bunch of new people. Did you ever mm-hmm. take it or anything? No, I was never a member okay. of that church. By the time I was supposed to take the new members uh-huh. class, I was already like, I don't believe in this shit anymore. Yeah. yeah. I stopped believing in the whole religion by like 15 years old. Mm-hmm. So, uh, by the time you'd be like the new members, it's like usually an adult, right, or something. Hmm. Yeah. Well, so like I was like or, eighteen. Um, yeah, so, eighteen. I think. So by the time I was eighteen, to. I was like, I don't believe in this at, at all. So why would I do that? I feel like for myself, Sovereign Grace. Kind of my view of it is that you know the movie The Village by M Night. Oh yeah, that was a piece of shit. I feel like the concept was the same. It was this well, idea of like, you. well, it was all of these people who had been hurt by the world in some way. Like they had gone through some horrible things and they got together yes. and they created the society and were like, and then they made the boogeyman. They made, you know, spoiler alert for a movie that's from 20, what, 20, 20 years 25. old. Oh, yeah. No. Um, it was like, I think it was 05. Yeah, it's old as fuck. But um, yes. I mean, they created the monster to like scare people into following the rules. And I feel like that was it. Like, I know. So I hold no ill will against my parents for bringing me up in that church. Because really, and I think that is one thing that working in my field has done is that I have such a deeper appreciation for my parents because they grew up in the same kind of lifestyle as most of the kids at my work. Like my mom was a delinquent. Like she grew up, she had a horrible Your lifestyle. Your mother was a delinquent? Oh yeah, no, she is experienced. This or is this hmm? like, is this talking out of a church or anything? Or I mean, so people at the church knew. Okay. Like, um, and that's know. why it was so she... damaging to her to lose that friendship was because, like, what friendship? Like the friendships that she had at the church when they left. So they left. Um, during my senior year was when all the stuff went down with Sovereign Grace Ministries when everything was like they yes, got well the when they got of, when uh, they got to that point of like we're either gonna stay with them or separate and the church Sovereign sat on Grace the fence. To n- new life. Well, yeah. Um, that was the great migration, I was Yeah, saying. and um, I'm well, sure it was- I'm sure a few went down the places. Where do they go? My parents don't go to church anymore. Oh, really? No. Um, no, they stopped. Like, that was- Yeah. Um, so they- Because around then, 2013 was when 
everything was when shit was really hitting the fan with Sovereign Grace Ministries and the church sat on the fence because you had half the congregation saying, if you leave Sovereign Grace Ministries, we're leaving. And the other half were saying, if you stay there, we're leaving. Because of, you know, everything with CJ. And my parents were on the side of like, what they're doing is evil and wrong. You need, we need to leave. And because the church sat on the fence and was like, eh, eh, we don't know which way we're going to go. And so then they ended up losing people from both sides because the church wouldn't make a stand. That's funny. I I never knew any of this shit. Yeah, it was a huge thing. And that's, I think that's why I have so much resentment for that church is because it's like you know like they could have avoided a lot more pain if they had just made a decision but they couldn't make a decision and so they ended up so what you would have uh preferred they left right oh yeah absolutely because their whole thing was because i asked my parents i was like why don't they leave when all this horrible stuff was happening and like why didn't sovereign grace church leave and they said the church was saying, oh, so many good things came out of Sovereign Grace Ministries. Like, oh, all these great friendships and not all the churches in the community are bad. Well, But yes. they wouldn't they wouldn't leave and they wouldn't make a stand and say, this is wrong. What they're doing is wrong. And so, yeah. um, so all that to say, like, my parents grew up in, like, poor South Norfolk. They didn't come from much. My mom had a horrible- South Norfolk? South Norfolk's terrible yeah they um really poor grew up my mom um just had a horrible upbringing like she did not have a good loving home and she grew up into foster care no i mean she had both parents but they weren't so drug addiction runs in my family um so you know she had a brother who was addicted to drugs and, you know, without going too much into her stuff, because that's her her stuff to talk yes, about. I'll but have, um, I'll have to get her on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, she probably would. I, I love my mom. You think but, she um, would? Uh, potentially, yeah. I have a few, like, people. I, like, I feel like she probably would. She And she would be fun. She's, like. Well, the the, only, the yeah. last time I talked to your mom was at church. Uh-huh. And she said uh, she was, like, the Lord was talking to me and said uh-huh. that you're going through some stuff. Uh-huh. And I was like, that's very nice of you, but mm-hmm. anybody who with with eyes can tell that I'm not yeah. happy here. Yeah. So she was like, I can tell that you're not happy. Like, mm-hmm. you're going through some stuff. I'm like, yeah, because I don't want to be here. Right. I was clearly obvious, like, just really anti-being there. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't like, I'm not upset with <laughs> yeah, your mom, but- I was like, I don't think the Lord told you that. I think you could just see it on my face because I'm very just anti sovereign grace. And anybody who was not a complete, you know, moron could tell I was not happy here. Mm -hmm. It was like kind of like, you know, like the the people who could fortune tell. Right. Yeah. They're like, oh, I can see it. I'm like, no shit. But yeah, but I, I, I understand where your mom was coming from, but she was trying to be nice and she was trying to like, relate to mm-hmm. me as well i appreciate it. i was like i've never been like a very bitter person so mm-hmm. like i appreciate that yeah. but i can i don't i don't think it's again like i don't believe in god so i'm like i don't mm-hmm. think it's god telling you i think you can just see that i'm unhappy mm-hmm. and i appreciate that you could tell i'm unhappy yeah. 
Because a lot of these other fuckers don't give a shit. So uh-huh. at least, like, I don't agree with what your, uh, I don't agree with your ideas that God told you that. Yeah. But I, I, I understand that you can see it. So mm-hmm. I was like, that's nice of you, but, you know. Yeah. Something I, I loved about my mom, like what I think helped the most is because me and her are very similar. And so... She was always incredibly transparent with me growing up. She was like, essentially like, if you ever have any questions about any drugs and what they're like, ask me and I will tell you. Was she a big druggie? She grew up in the 70s. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, yeah. She, and not, she didn't grow up in the church. I mean, she was not a Christian until not, her adult years. Not so everybody in the 70s was a fucking. Yeah. No. And like but, I said, drug addiction hey. runs in my family. Um, so she's like, hey, you want to talk about heroin? I like, got gotcha. I, I don't know about that. But I mean, like. So I never had the desire to do any of the like crazy rebellious stuff because it was like, I can literally just ask my mom and, you know, and she was, she never was worried about, I won't say sheltering me from that stuff. She was very much like, if you've got questions, it's better to just go ahead and ask me and don't feel afraid to come and talk to me. Well, yeah. A lot of the times people who are afraid to Mm -hmm. talk will just go do it instead. Exactly. And so it's good to have like a parent that's like, hey, just if you want to try snorting coke, just Mm -hmm. before you do it, talk to me and I'll I'll give you the, we can have a conversation Mm -hmm. about it. So that's, yeah. I think a lot of people, a lot of people in general, especially in the church where like, Hey, this is your thing. Mm-hmm. Ignore it. Yeah. Don't think about it. And then you're like, oh, now you're pr- now you got a teen uh, teen pregnancy. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? I thought I told you not I... to have sex. You're like, well, what the yeah. fuck's wrong with you? And, of course um... you're gonna have sex. You have to. You can't just say don't do it and expect them to not do it. That's what I always wonder. I'm like, I have had so many questions because a considerable amount of girls. From like when I was in high school, got pregnant, and I always yeah, wondered. Considerable, most people, <laughs> like, and, that age got and pregnant. no judgment to them. Like, I just genuinely was wondering: was it a lack of caring, or was it a lack of information? Like, I wonder if it's something where if they had more information that okay. Here, and again, like, not here's my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. You want to hear my personal opinion? No, oh, I would love to. <laughs> okay, I don't think it was a lack of caring. Uh-huh. I don't think. They want to be pregnant at that yeah, age. Yeah, I was wondering if it was I the lack think, of knowledge. Well, no. So I think they were told by their parents that abstinence was the only way mm-hmm. of procreation, like not having babies. So, but the human nature is to have sex because mm-hmm. you want to procreate and have children because that's how you are. So when you're 16 years old, yeah. you don't know enough to put a fucking condom on. That's what I'm saying. Was fucking, it was that they didn't know the about like safety? Dude, might know, hey, put a condom on, but he's like, it doesn't feel as good, so he's mm-hmm. gonna fucking go and not do it, and then he's gonna fucking knock her up, and he's mm-hmm. like, go, oh, I gotta go, and then just ditch her, mm-hmm. and then they're stuck with a kid. So it it it's not the fuck, it's the fucking parents who say, if they went and told the kid, mm-hmm. don't have sex, they're gonna say, okay, I'm not gonna have sex. But then they're gonna to want to have sex because that's his fucking human and nature. And they know nothing else about it. And they it. just that's what so I was, no yeah. abstinence. They say, okay, you're gonna to want to fuck. Birth control, condoms. Mm-hmm. Be smart. You're gonna to want to fuck. That's no. That's natural. Go wrap. Have him wrap mm-hmm. it up. And be on the fucking pill. So even if the fucking condom doesn't work, it's you're still safe. And but you don't want an STD. So have him wrap it up. 
You know when the fucking biggest uh, teen pregnancy in STD, teen STD is? In the Bible Belt. In like Mississippi. I would believe that, yeah. No, that's a, that's a fact. Yeah, that's so what I'm saying. Like, I'm, kids yeah. who are uninformed, mm-hmm. who are just pro, who are just fucking and, you know, getting STDs and getting pregnant and mm-hmm. just don't know what to do because they were taught Jesus doesn't want you to have sex. Like, but that's what these kids wanted to. And they're going to do it no matter what their fucking parents say. Mm-hmm. So they need to be taught, you will do it. Here's how to do it safely. But you, you can still say, hey, here's how you do it safely. I pref-, If the parents still want to go and say, I prefer you don't do it at all. Yeah. They can still say that, but say, hey, if you're going to do it, like, don't do it. Information. But do it this way, mm-hmm. if you will. But these parents are like, no, that's not going to happen. Like Don't if they it mention all. it, it's gonna happen. Like that, like yeah. they're speaking it. They're just existence. scared. Yeah, it's that's also that's one of the reasons I don't like religion because they they kind of they keep doing that shit. Yeah, but again, I'm not against all religion. I'm not against. It just seems like, and I'm in the same boat where I don't like the modern Americanized Christianity. Like it isn't what it was meant to be. It is, and that's no, it's not. And that's kind of like. To be fair, though, mm-hmm. I think most religions, like Muslim, Buddhist, Christians, they're all very similar. Mm-hmm. But nowadays they aren't. Mm-hmm. But we go by the actual teachings and the preaching; they're all very similar about doing do unto others as you have them do to you. You know, treat you know, just be nice. Mm-hmm. Don't judge people. But now it's all about judgment. It's all about just fucking yeah. people over because, like, all oh, they don't. Agree with me, so it's it's all terrible. I think that speaks more to human nature. Like I think that, uh, like yeah, human nature. I think Humans that people fucked. Yeah, I think that people inherently take something and twist it to their own benefit. I think that people are tribalistic. Like I think that yes, yes. You know, we like our units. We like our labels. We like our divisions because that. Well, it's mostly because people don't understand other people. Yeah, and well, that's because, you know, on an evolutionary scale, difference was scary. And that's what, you know, well, prevented yeah. us from surviving. But Well, yeah, someone's different. You aren't the same, so yeah. they could potentially kill you. Yeah, it's harmful. It's a threat to our well-being. And I think that... I think that's a reason why Sovereign Grace failed, was because it was too big and you cannot have a community be that big and successful like i think once it gets to a certain point you can't have them be like you're gonna have divisions within that that's just well to be also fair they also are like covering up child molestation so well i guess i should specify because there's sovereign grace ministries and then sovereign grace church it gets tricky with the names yeah that's a different thing thank god to my knowledge that we don't didn't have anything in a our I church hope about not. I know I would be Though I think mortified. We had other problems, absolutely, but to my knowledge, there wasn't any of that stuff. Yeah. I mean, the main things, I think the biggest issue within our church that caused turmoil was about the mar- marital stuff. Like the pastors who had no business giving marital advice were advising people to stay with abusive spouses or you know, putting pressures on women and being like, just in general, being sexist. You know, the reason why the women's ministry didn't take off for years was because 
the excuse that the church gave was because one of the pastor, like they didn't have a pastor who was available to oversee it because there had to be a male pastor overseeing the women's ministry. I hear about that. Yeah. So and again, um, I hear about a lot of stuff. From oh yeah. My, I, I was all up in the drama. <laughs> not yeah. all of it, but I was I, not in much drama. Uh-huh. I, I honestly, when I was like, I dropped out. I stopped caring uh-huh. very early. But again, I stop. I don't believe in any of it, so I, I I don't think I ever really truly believed it. Mm-hmm. So I was able to kind of disassociate mm-hmm. at a very young age, and mm-hmm. I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. So do you feel yeah. like there was a community that you substituted it with? No. Or did you just kind of you did your own thing? I just never. I just uh, I would look stuff up, and mm-hmm. I saw stuff, and I didn't. Bl- I didn't believe in the Christian teachings I grew up with, and I agreed with some of the stuff mm-hmm. I saw that I would read about, and I was like, oh, that makes mm-hmm. more sense to me. So did you find, like, an online community Not in that commu- way? Or uh, what, I, what I'm essentially trying to but... ask is, like, like, I think that people are heavily influenced by their social circle. And yeah. I think that a lot of people, like, the church was their social circle, and that's why... I think a lot of people still is. And so, yeah, and I, I think that that's just people in general. Like, we yeah, have to no. have some kind of social circle. Um, yeah, I don't really have a social circle. Mm-hmm. Uh, even to this day, I don't really have a social mm-hmm. circle. I believe what I read, I would read stuff, and I would mm-hmm. say that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. And I would go with that. And I always did that. I always would see stuff that I agree with. Not something that I would see stuff that people I like agree with. It was mm-hmm. stuff that I agree with. I just went with that and, you know, that just became the fact that I didn't really agree with the mm-hmm. Bible or any of that stuff. So I just went with that. But it wasn't because people, I wouldn't be like, oh, these I like these people and they agree with this. Yeah. It was my social circle. I don't really ever have a social circle. I still don't. I'm not a very social person. Well, you've kind of created your own in the podcast. Well, yeah, but that's not so much like my, you know, that's not my people that agree with me. Mm-hmm. That's uh, just people I... I guess social I circle meaning more like your community. Because I don't think it necessarily always has to be people you agree with. Because my closest well, friends I don't agree with okay. on 100% of things, but it's just who I... Well, no, socialize with with the podcast it's uh-huh. not so much people i agree with or people i associate with it's people i've known in the past mm-hmm. and i prefer that great uh i i love i like that a lot more than people i know now because again i might not agree with any of you people mm-hmm. but i enjoy talking to people and seeing and i also enjoy, i do like most of it is just it's is a catalyst for hearing myself talk. I like to talk. You know, I yeah. could talk about myself, I would, but no one would listen. You know. Oh no, that's that's true. I um like at work when we've had crisis and I have to watch back the video because we have cameras everywhere and audio and stuff. And I'll oh. if we have to do like a restraint or something, I have to play back the video and hear yourself talk. Document everything. And I have told I've told my team I've been like how the fuck do you take me seriously i sound like a fucking chipmunk i come in there and i'm like i'm actually can you can you do this i'm like what the fuck am i like what is wrong with me i'm like how do y'all so do you think so you heard yourself talk on this 
with it, the headphones. It sounds deeper. Yeah, it does because he's fucking. I tell you what. Yeah. These microphones, the closer you are, the deeper it sounds. Oh, like. I should have been up here. I would have been like trying to get a baritone this you, whole time. You hear the difference? So, yeah. like, all I want is. I would have so been I'm doing talking that. like this. Uh huh. And you go like Damn. this. How is that going right there, right there? See? I hate that I learned this this late because, yeah, I've got a fucking chipmunk squeaky ass voice. See, these microphones are fucking primo. Mm-hmm. So you get the closer you get, the more yeah. deep you sound. You sound like a fucking radio personality. Perfect. But you, you see the difference? Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Oh, I That's hate that. I would have been leaning forward like this the whole time. Cause... Yeah, it's fucking great. That's why I tried. Tell I said. Yeah, I should have. I should have. Yeah, you can. You can lean back. Right, we just go. fucking we just move it, it to you. So make get mm-hmm. comfortable. To start talking. You know. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. So uh, I hope you're happy with the sound, way you sound on this, right? Uh, it's better, but I don't oh yeah, know it's a lot it's better. Still, but this is yeah. a, nah. I don't think you see. I think when you talk on the fucking bullshit, it, mm-hmm. you know the the uh, whatever you call it the uh, the fucking CVT. Yeah, it is like definitely doesn't, higher. It's up, it doesn't sound like I would say these. This doesn't sound like natural, but this mm-hmm. is it's so much more fun than natural. <laughs> yeah. You know, because I remember I got a job at this place called Sound Vision, right? Mm-hmm. And they had these microphones. And they're like, hey, do you want to talk? You got a deep voice. I'm like, I hate my voice. Yeah. And I go ahead, go ahead, talk. And I went on this and they, I started talking. I was like, holy shit. I like the way it sounds. Yeah. I never liked the way it sounds because all I ever heard was on the fucking you know, the fucking cell phones or the... Right, hearing yourself back on a recording, and it's a yeah, lot like, higher. Hey, this, this is the Rhodes household. This is... <laughs> I'm Benjamin. I'm Tyler. <laughs> and I'm Philip, and I'm Jackson. Leave a message at the name... At your name of the beep. That's all oh, I Oh, did heard. y'all do, like, a joint... Oh, hell yeah. <gasps> That's guys adorable. Not? No, my mom had a recording. Nah, we did that. My parents always did that. So that's always what I heard, you know. It was me talking on that. But then ever since I... Did it on the fucking. Mm-hmm. So ever since I did that, I was like, I gotta get myself a nice microphone. Yeah. So what I did is I bought myself this microphone. And ever since then, I was like, fuck yeah. Now good. you can talk. You talk to Emily strictly through this microphone. Just. Well, actually, I can answer phone calls on my computer. Oh, damn. So that's I, will, nice. I actually answer all, uh-huh. most of my phone calls. If I'm at home, mm-hmm. I will answer at my computer and talk through this microphone. And just sound nice. But anyway. All right. Yeah. So, so. what questions do you have for me? Ooh, I had a list. Yeah. I was good. Hit me with the questions. I I got a lot of answers. All right. Sweet. What is a habit you picked up from one of your parents? I don't know. Uh, Huh. Be the piece of No. (laughs) I'm not going to ask which parent. Uh, I don't know. Uh, probably being a little neurotic for my mother. Uh huh. She's neurotic as all hell. Tree. What is your go-to random fact? Not about yourself. Just if someone says, "Give me a random fact." Oh, I don't know. It's a weird one. Uh, random fact. The first one I could think of is. Uh, I don't have anyone. Yeah. Mine is during World War II. 
Well, you already have one. Oh, I these are my like. If someone asks me for a random fact, I have this preloaded. During World War II, the uh, Allies were going to paint Mount Fuji in Japan red. Why? Like dump paint on it because Mount Fuji is very special to the Japanese, and Just the only of... reason they didn't was because it was too expensive. To dump a ton. They were gonna like get That's the your... Sherwin Williams paint in some planes and dump it on the map. Yeah, because okay. I mean it would have been like very a sign of disrespect. Yeah, they were gonna do that and uh. Yeah. I thought so. Okay. Uh, so along those lines, far as uh, random fact, I don't got nothing like uh-huh. that. God, I can't. That's your put my spot there. I got nothing. So you gotta have one ready for next time. Well, next time I'll it write it down. Comes up a surprising amount. What would be your go-to karaoke song? Like you have to sing karaoke. What are you singing? Oh again? shit! Uh, the only I got this wouldn't be my go-to, but the only yeah. song coming to my mind is "Living on a Prayer" by Journey. Oh yeah. No, "Living on a Prayer." Is a yeah. uh, journey. No, that's Bon Jovi. Is it? Yeah. What? What? what, what no. What journey am I thinking? is don't stop believing. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Which one am I thinking of then? Either one then. Yeah. That's one that came. Don't living on a prayer is the first one that came to mind. Yeah, that's Bon Jovi. And Bon Jovi, it is. That's not the one I would pick, but that's <laughs> yeah, the first song that came to mind. Mine is a uh, Cindy Lauper. Time after time. Um, time after exactly. time. Exactly. If you're lost, uh, what's you the one? And you will find me. me. Right, is that um, the one on fucking Napoleon Dynamite? Yes. Yeah, that's the one. Um, that's the shit right there. I love that movie. It was so good. It was that it was an era back when that and um, Dr. Libre, like all those are yeah, coming out. That's about the same, yeah. So top three movies, like if this movie, you watch it, it ends, you could put it back on and still enjoy it the same. I don't think there's any movie out there that really? does that. No. Uh, top One? three movies. I can't give you top three movies, but I can mm-hmm. give you my top three directors. Mm-hmm. Martin so, Scorsese is already one, right? He's, I would say, second. Paul Thomas mm-hmm. Anderson, Martin Scorsese, and uh, Stanley Kubrick. Oh. Interesting. One of my favorite um, conspiracy theories is that, uh, you know, they faked the moon landing. Stanley Kubrick. But, yeah, and Stanley Kubrick directed it, and he yeah. was... You know, he wanted to make sure he filmed on location. Yeah. Um, I've seen that joke. They said it was too hard to fake it, so they filmed on location. Yeah, exactly. So he just did it. All right. You can pass one law that goes into effect immediately. What is it? That I am control of the world. (laughs) That's it? Like that you are the dictator of the world? (laughs) No. Uh, Pretty sure you're getting overthrown, but you know. If I could pass one rule that was instantly mm-hmm. incorporated, <sighs> that's fucking. That's a. That's making me think, though. Mm-hmm. I don't like these questions. I like these more philosophical questions. That oh, I've nothing. got some in between. All right, don't. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, yeah, I've I got some of those. One rule. Uh-huh. It'd probably be. be uh, I don't know. Here's the one rule I'd pick that uh, you couldn't, uh, that all children at school could eat for free. That is so sweet and so much nicer than I am. I would have been done something like, mm, if you fail to use your turn signal, you're going straight to jail. 
Oh, no, I wouldn't do that. Oh, I'm man, talking like you're, the, a, I'm you're talking such the, a better human than I am. I might say I'm a better human, but I'm saying that like yeah. the kids that can't afford to eat, or their parents can't afford yeah. to eat them, let them have free fucking lunch. Uh-huh. That's what I would say. If I could pick, that's what it would be. Because, yeah, I, I turn signal that time. I go All right, you want, um, you want philosophical? All right, I'll give you one of the uh, hard-hitting ones that I had down here that oh, I was thinking me, might be a little too much. No, I want I want. What do you think your parents had in mind for your life, and how different do you think your life is they that think, you're living now to what they had in they mind? They would think I would still be in church and have a couple of grandkids for them, mm-hmm. and that's not what happened. Mm. They are very disappointed, I'd say. Oh, they wouldn't admit that, but I would say if they could have the alternative, they would be very disappointed in what I've provided for them. They don't have any grandkids. They don't. Do they? No. Mm-hmm. So very, well, you know what? You've got, very, what, three other brothers? Yeah, they got So they still they got, got, options, they got a chance. But yeah. they're very disappointed in me, I'd say. They won't admit to that, but they they are. Sorry. <laughs> they don't apologize to me. Apologize to them. Um, let me see. What was it? What now? Where was it? Do you think you would have grown up better? Like your life would have been better if you didn't go to Sovereign Grace. No, I still go to like church. If, no, I like go no, to a, just you grew up secular, public school, the works, all that. Better. Like, do you think you would have been happier looking back on your life? No, I don't think I'd be happier. Mm-hmm. I think it would still be miserable. I'm, uh, there's plenty of people that went to public school that are still miserable. They have furries. I haven't met a homeschooler who's a furry yet. I know your feelings about them. Oh, you listen to my show. Thank you. Yeah. I hate furries. I also have feelings about furries. Fucking weird fucks. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. There's your law. There, there you go. There's I know you're, there's a law about that. No, I, I don't. <laughs> furries I, executed on site. Something like that. <laughs> no, I would still. I still. I'd still stick with the uh, feeding the kids. Wow, you are such a good person. <laughs> I'm not a good person. That's not. That doesn't constitute a good person. That's just. That's common. Bare decency. minimum. Yeah, that's bare, bare minimum. Bare minimum. Just fucking Love feed it. underprivileged kids. Fucking mm-hmm. Christ. Then. Then use the fucking money to kill furries. No, <laughs> I no problem with furries. I just don't just you know keep it just keep it to yourself. Uh, I don't want to hear about it. No, I don't think uh, Sovereign Grace would have changed me at mm-hmm. all. I probably would have fucked up for other reasons. I think I'm a much I'm very into uh, nature versus nurture type of mm-hmm. person. So I think. Uh, if my parents didn't do Sovereign Grace, they probably would have been similar mm-hmm. regardless. So I would have been nurtured in the same type of environment. Makes sense. So I probably would have turned out the exact same. Just I would have hated fucking, you know, some Baptist church instead. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. Top three books you feel like have influenced your life the most? Oh, that's impossible because I barely read. So, uh, Fitz James Gray. No. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. I really, do, I really don't read that much. Really? I did read the... Uh, I read a few up there. The spark notes that influenced your life the most while you were trying to pass high school literature class. Oh, no. I, <laughs> yeah. According to the books I have up there... How can you be married to Emily and not read? She reads enough for both of us. <laughs> I read Slaughterhouse Five. I really okay. like that. That was a great book. I wouldn't say it influenced me, but mm-hmm. it's a great book. 
I read uh, I, I read the uh, the uh, Jurassic Park book. Did mm. you read that? I have not read it. That's actually the book is so much better than the movie. That's what I've heard. I know everybody says that. It's like like they go mm-hmm. to. It's actually a lot better because they couldn't use the. There's like so much more dinosaurs in the mm-hmm. book because they can't CGI that. It's caught too much. But they're like, oh, there's like 25 dinosaurs. They just all you have to do is write that, and you can imagine it. Yeah, it's so much better. And then the you know the guy who creates the park, right, dies. He never dies in the movie. Oh, he doesn't. It's the other guy. He gets away scot Mm -hmm. free in the fucking movie. In the book, they it's like poetic justice. Mm -hmm. In the movie, they're like, oh, he just kind of like, oh, I guess I fucked up. That was it. Yeah. And this, he literally like is trying to walk. He like falls down, slides down this cliff, and these fucking dinosaurs just. Tear it apart. It's, yeah, kind of like great. the guy in the movie, the one who's like trying to steal the formula. Yeah, but instead of him dying, it was yeah, it was the this actual... guy dying. And I remember, I remember reading that like a few years ago, and I was like, I was trying to go to sleep, and I was like, I stayed mm-hmm. up just reading it. So good. But no, I'm not a big reader per se. But uh, yeah, so three books. I couldn't give you three books. Mm-hmm. Well, you gave me two, so that's pretty good. Yeah, I'll take that. But yeah, I'm trying to try. I I want more people to ask me more questions, mm-hmm. but it's harder. It's hard on this yeah. side of it. It's like trying to answer it. Is, See, that, is that the only question you got? Oh no! I, if you give me like thirty seconds, I can think of some more. Me and no, when me and Alex go on road trips, I mean that's like one section of our road trip is just asking random off the wall, trying to come up with the most creative. Random question. So, like, okay, um, like one of them that we, one of the more go to ones is like, if you had to have a superpower that's not your stereotypical flying invisibility, like a random ass ability. So, like, what's um, your answer to that question then? Controlling percentages. Controlling percentages. Yes, I could decide that the chance of something happening is a hundred percent or zero percent. And that's Seems, all the, That's a little bit of a that, loophole. What does that say about you? Uh, I don't know. Seems like you're very. Uh, seems like controlling personality. That's the thing is like, and I say this all the time at work is everyone thinks I'm really nice because I volunteer to help out a lot. I'm just really picky about how I like things done. Yeah, okay. But I'm not. Controlling I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not like forward enough to say like, no, this is how I want it done. I'm just like, oh no, I'll do it myself. That's okay. Thank you. I don't need your help. And it's just because I want to do things the way I want to do them. So your superpower be controlling how other mm-hmm. people want to do stuff. Yeah. Okay. That kind of thing. I don't know what my superpower would be. What would I want to be? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't see the need to. Uh, what would you want to control what people do? I mean, it doesn't have to just be like controlling people. Like, imagine if it's like, okay, I want my chance to win the lottery to be 100%. That seems very selfish, though. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not saying I'm using the money for myself, but. What would you use it for? Myself? Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I didn't say I was going to. So, yeah, I don't. Uh... I don't know. Okay, here. Your five senses, if you had to choose which order you lose them in, 
over the span of your life, what would the order be? Like, which sense would you like, would you prefer to lose first? So My sense of uh, smell would be first. Okay. So losing your sense of taste kind of with that, too. Oh, no, yeah, because then you can't taste things. Fine. <laughs> so what's the five senses? You got sight, mm-hmm. and you got smell, taste, mm-hmm. which apparently are the same. I mean, they, they kind of tie in together. A lot of times if you lose yeah. your sense of smell, you lose your sense of taste. Yeah, that's true. You are right. And what's the other two? Touch. Touch. What do we say? Taste, sight, hearing. Smell. Touch and smell. Yeah. All right. I would lose sight last. Mm-hmm. Because I like, oh, that's a fucked up one. My sense of, I like taking pictures, so I mm-hmm. feel like I lose my sight last. I lose my I lose my hearing second because I mm-hmm. couldn't do this podcast. I could probably do a podcast, but I'd sound pretty fucking yeah. stupid. And then the other three I would do before that. You'd have trouble doing photos without your sense of touch, though, because you couldn't feel like the button and the pressure and stuff like that. Yeah, but you can see the fucking yeah. thing, so you like ah, you could still fucking do it. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I would I would like to have my sense of hearing so I could do this fucking mm-hmm. bullshit and hear these questions, you know. But uh, so what you're telling me is you don't really care about people, huh? Is that what you're saying? It's funny because I care about people way too much, but yet at the to same the point time, where like I am I'm like. To my own detriment. But when you said the thing about, when I said that if I could control a thing, I'd say that kids deserve to eat. And you said you're way nicer than I am. Yeah, I mean, because that's I like. Don't think that's I nice. think it's more like. It's not even me trying to, I'm not even trying to be like, I'm not even trying to put on airs. I just mm-hmm. think that kids deserve to fucking have a meal because their parents might not be fucking suited to feed them. Yeah. And they should be able to have a fucking. No, I just mean more work, like. At school. That's You're not, so much nicer that that's the first place you went. Your mind went there first. Is like ah, ultimate power. That's, I'm gonna feed children. Like that's the, it just seems because I I can feed myself. I don't need fucking help. Uh huh. I just felt like that's because I've heard so many sh- talks about like how kids can't feed eat. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like that's terrible. The fucking you know, like the military fucking budget's so high. Well, something that I learned was interesting about the military budget is like 30 to 40% of it is for like their care post-retirement. Okay. So that's why it is so high, like, which is interesting because, you know, and I I don't know that I necessarily have an opinion. We still have like the highest military budget of any country by like a huge margin in our fucking the kids going to school can't eat, so yeah. I feel like we can put a little bit towards that. I'm not saying we should take all of it. We should definitely take care of mm-hmm. our fucking veterans, but we should also take care of our children. Oh, I've, I've got so many opinions on, like, the state of our mental health crisis and everything. And oh, I mean, because I, I get the direct uh, repercussions of the state of all that stuff, you know, with... My work, like I'm dealing with the repercussions of not having access to mental health care and having kids growing up in broken homes and, you know, not being able to, you know, and like so many of our kids have been abused and, you know, it's 
truly heartbreaking and stuff and not to get too heavy but uh it yeah, yeah that is that is a ma- massive we are, issue we are running close to the end here oh not too I close was, but we're getting we're getting there uh-huh i was we can still talk worried that i was gonna not talk enough and then talk too much because the people tell you talk too much i have been told over the course of my life that i Who talk too much uh family members right ra- let's hear them. start calling people <laughs> I've been told many a time I talk too much, so I tell them to yeah. fuck off. Um, like, I random people at Sovereign Grace, like some of those those girls. I don't know necessarily the ones on the list. I feel like potentially. Oh, you want me to read them off here for you? <laughs> God. This nah. is the fun part of the episode where if you stayed this long, you, you can get, finally hear the people. You get nah. the names. <laughs> I, I tell you, people used to tell me I talked too uh-huh. much. I'm like, you goddamn welcome for that. If I didn't talk, you guys would be fucking bored out of your yeah. fucking minds. I would say, personally, I I think my I'm a lot more entertaining than the rest of my family. Really? I mean, don't you think so? I haven't had a conversation with any of the others. Exactly. No, I'm th- not that they're boring, but I'm like, uh-huh. if I'm not there, someone someone's got to be an asshole who fucking starts mm. shit and starts talking about stuff. And is a ball buster. It's just more fun that way. I'm not trying to fucking ruin their lives. I'm yeah. just talking shit. And, you know, it's just fun. Yeah. Like, fair. You don't think you have You got to have the, the chaos element. Yeah, someone's got to do it. Mm-hmm. Shake but, things uh, up. Yeah. No, most people at Sovereign, I don't think people at Sovereign Grace really ever talked to me like that. Mm-hmm. I think they kind of just ignored me. Yeah. Personally. I see. I I feel kind of the same way. I think. I mean, I was so awkward, but I think everyone is at that age. But Ooh. I don't know if I've. Maybe it's unfair of me to say, but I feel like I was more awkward than most. How would you say? Did you I go- was weird. Yes, I remember. Uh, at the three six, didn't you like? Uh, Huh? <laughs> I'm just saying, oh no, I don't know. No, something like 316 Christmas party or yes. something? Yes. What? I remember. Do you remember? Well, apparently, you tell me before I say what I'm going to say. About what I wore? Or was it something different? Not about what you wore, but what people thought about what you wore. Oh, I assumed that people thought I was a lesbian. Oh, is that what it is? I was going to say that. But I yeah. feel like that was the plot twist of the century was when I married a man. <laughs> Why would you say that? You think people like... Oh, sleep? because I got my hair cut short and then uh, I wore a tux to the Christmas party. Did you do it? Um, did you do that to kind of, you know, challenge social norms? Uh, part of it was that and part of it was I did not think I would be anywhere near as pretty as a lot of the other girls there. Like what I, was that I I mean, I thought that I was not pretty, and I thought, why, why even you, try? Why do you think that? Because I looked awkward, and I think... Did you see Did you see most of the girls there? But I think like, because they were so much more popular and stuff, and I saw uh, the guys yeah. being nice to them and talking to them. And I mean, not that I, they by, were like... If you go by strictly yeah. attractive, just, it was, uh-huh. it's not like they had much of a fucking... Uh, uh, step up there but i mean when you're like, what Christ 16 yeah, 17 I, I, you know you, like that's the, that's prob- the that's world the that is the degree the of your world popularity shit mm-hmm. like the, like okay yeah fuck yeah so it was like why even try why even is that, is that really why you did that this? is like i genuinely did not think i would look 
anywhere near as pretty as the rest is of the girls the there. Is that the year that we did a... Uh, yes, the guys, movies? Yes. yes. I, did, I fucking helped. Was yours the psychopath one where they like... No, was I, it yours? I did the Home Alone. Yes, it was the psychopath one where... Was it the one of the, Who was it? Who was it in Sean the video? Warnicky. Yeah, was it Sean like chased someone out and like bludgeoned oh, them no, to death? That's, it was uh, <laughs> Andrew Pacelli's. <laughs> that's what I, I remember had, of that and us being like, why didn't we vet these beforehand? <laughs> you guys didn't like that? I thought it was hilarious. I mean, he it was... He just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> I thought it was the fun... Because I was already too old uh. for that. Yeah. But I was friends with, no, no, my brother, Philip, was friends with Sean, and he uh-huh. was supposed to be part of it. So I'm like, I love making movies, so I'm like, I'll help you guys do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then my brother, Philip, couldn't do it, so I was like, fuck it, I'll yeah. help you guys do it. And then Andrew Pacelli's was there, mm-hmm. I'm like, we got to give him Excellent. a fucking part. So I'm like, yeah. you're going to beat the shit out of this I thought it was hilarious. I still remember that. That's the only one I remember. I hope you know. Like, that is it. Well, yeah, you know what? I I... My my work leaves an impression. I'll say that. You know what? Like, <laughs> I think part of what dug the thorn and the little bitterness against Sovereign Grace Deeper was one of the, uh, you know, the, the principal at uh, Enrichment, his no. wife. You know? Moscow. <laughs> okay. Well, there goes uh, me trying to be subtle. No, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'll write it down. <laughs> it's too late now. <laughs> no, it wasn't him, but uh, when it was, because, you know, it was me and Emily, essentially, were the graduates. Oh, And yes. every year before, they made a big fucking deal out of the graduates. I it never was graduated. A, Did you know that? You were lucky. I didn't. Well, I wasn't lucky. lucky. I just said yeah. no. Yeah, that that was probably for the best. My mom was aim like, low and avoid disappointment. My mom was like, "You gotta do it." I'm like, mm-hmm, "No, not to do shit." I was but like, "I'm not doing nothing." Just <laughs> for the graduates, they always did some kind of like special night to honor them or something. And well, um, you know, Emily's dad like was he like gave me money because I didn't <laughs> I didn't participate. Really? He was like, I. He seemed to like the fact that I said no. I wasn't doing that. <laughs> That's awesome. He respected you. Yeah, I That's was like, good. I'm not fucking graduating. Uh-huh. I'm like, fuck those people. I'm not part because again, because I always saw myself more of a part of Veritas, right? Uh-huh. And that cra- crowd. Mm. So then I went to Richmond for one year and I hated it. Oh yeah. And then then went, you were then yeah, I went you to were TCC to graduate. That's how I like finished mm-hmm. my thing. So the like, dual enrollment where yeah, you're like, pretty much just going to college. I only went to college for yeah. my senior year, so I'm like, I'm not part of these fucking mm-hmm. losers. So I just said no. Yeah. And it was great. I loved it. And I would never go back and I would never graduate yeah. again. And then they tried to make it some kind of like reputable school. They changed the name of it, you know? To, uh, it's um Centerville Homeschool Academy. Cha. Cha. That's the yeah. fucking bullshit. Yeah. Fucking assholes. Uh-huh. Yeah. I know I won't do it. Anyway. Yeah. You know, we're at like two hours and 47 minutes. Oh, sweet. Could you imagine? Do you think you could do that? Personally, when I when I'm I was like uh-huh. I'm not sure because again I never talked to you, mm-hmm. so I was like I'm not sure we talked this long. I was mm-hmm. like maybe an hour tops. Then again, because Emily did say if you get her talking, <laughs> she's she like, like she won't. The trick is getting her to shut up. <laughs> yes, you get her, once you start, she won't shut the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I've been told myself many yeah. times. Yeah. I have, I do know I can talk. Uh huh. Because I have an episode just by myself. Yeah. That was like an hour and 46 minutes of just mm-hmm. me talking. So, and I know I can go longer than that. Mm-hmm. 
I can talk just by myself for three hours easy. But I don't want to because this is too much. That might I, be a little much, yeah. I, Unless you had like specific points or something. Oh, I, I kind of want to do an episode of just me talking about my life story. Yeah, that'd be for cool. For just like bullet points, because mm-hmm. but uh, might get a little depressing. Mm. Anyway, a little fun. So fun, before spicy we, moments. <laughs> yes, before we leave, is yeah. there anything you want to talk about? Um, Any more questions you want to hit with me? Any more? Any more? Uh, What's the word? Do you think that there is one thing universal to each person that they could do to achieve happiness? No. You think each person, their happiness is individualized? Yes. Do you? Do you think happiness is like a fucking... I think that it is through finding purpose. Yes. And everybody's purpose is different. Exactly. But I'm saying like, I think having a purpose... Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is like, uh, mm-hmm. like your purpose is probably very vastly different than, say, my mm-hmm. purpose. And therefore, we both have very different ideas mm-hmm. of happiness. Where do you see yourself in 30 years from now? 30 years, probably dead. Oh, God. In a ditch. How old are you? Th- 30. I'll be oh, 60. God 60. damn. I don't, <laughs> don't want to be 60. I'd rather be dead. Uh you you, s- what? I was going to say, who are your favorite comedians? My favorite comedians. Because you feel like a Tom Segura kind of person. Who's Tom Segura? Oh, look him up. I feel like you'll like him. Is he the guy, bald guy? Somewhat bald with beard. God damn it. Where's my phone? All right. We don't have much time yeah. left. So. Is he the guy who's always like angry? No, I wouldn't say he's angry. Tom. He has a sketch about like his dad, his friend's dad, where he's like, he just stopped taking his heart meds because he was like, I don't want to be here anymore. Tom <laughs> like, Segura, yeah. Segura? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know that guy. I've seen him. Yeah, yeah, he's a uh, he's a weird dude. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so favorite comedians. Uh I like Bill Burr. Mm-hmm. He's the piano guy, right? No, 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 no. no. He's the one who's in the... He's, he's the uh, yes. bald ginger. Yes, I do know him. Because he just came out with a new movie. Old Dad's. Yes. Him. Yeah, that's him. That movie was a bit much. <laughs> it was almost like his... Yeah. I don't know, some comedy skits trying to be made into a movie. Yeah. I mean, I do... The movie was okay, but uh-huh. not my favorite. Anyway, but yeah, so Bill Burr is one of my favorites. I like, uh, uh, there's this one other dude. He's like, his name's like Sean Gillis or something. Shane Gillis. Oh my goodness. That's my husband's obsession right now. He is, he's, he's, he loves Shane Gillis. He's pretty funny. I like Because he's from, you know, Pennsylvania and stuff. Oh, I didn't know that. I just, I saw his stand up on Netflix and I was Mm -hmm. like, this shit. I was like, that's pretty funny. I liked his shit. Especially the stuff about, uh, he was talking about Down syndrome. Yeah, and he's like, it's okay because I have an uncle. <laughs> and his uncle's Down syndrome. He's like, Down syndrome people are like uh, dogs and autistic people like cats or something. Yeah. And I was like. That's... My favorite were, was where he's talking about like racist people. Or, I don't know if you've heard that one. I don't think it was in his stand up, but he was. Maybe not. It's at least on Spotify where he's talking about like 
where he's like, people will say they're not racist. He's like, yeah, no one's racist all oh, the time. And, like, and so like, a, like and a, people aren't hungry all the time. Yeah, he's like, like a until, taco cuts you yeah, off. Yeah, he's like, and then a taco. He's like, you're racist against whatever came to mind when I said a taco and cuts he was you like, off. A taco is Jewish or something. <laughs> yeah, he's like, for me, a taco is a Jew. Yeah, that was I saw that on this. I think I saw that on yeah. Instagram. Yeah, he's he's pretty. He fun. does um little comedy sketches too. Have you seen the one of him with the plane? No. Where it's like the plane, they announce that the plane is going down and everyone starts calling their loved ones and he calls his mechanic who he has beef with and is like, I'm going to be there in 10 minutes and fight you. Like, you better have a gun ready. And so everyone's looking at him horrified. He's like, your loved ones know you love them. Don't you want to fuck someone's day up right now? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, yeah, he's pretty fun. Yeah. I, I like that guy. But uh, all right. All right. Is that time? Uh, it's close. We got oh. the break there, so we're close. Uh-huh. Is there anybody you want to call out right before we leave? Call just, out? Just to say, fuck you. Uh, oh, no. Don't <laughs> say the name. Oh, I No, I, I am at a place in my <laughs> life where I think I am happy being content and just not. There you go. Good for you. Causing waves and stuff. Like, I just want to. Sp- this is going to sound so shitty, but it's like. Like, like it's oh, going to sound stereotypical and just, but I, you know, I've struggled depression and anxiety and self-hatred just, for my entire life. You said that earlier. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So yeah. I would say, like, I'm at the point where I'm like, I've had enough of that. I just want to spread, like, I want to make someone happy. And I just want to add, like, a little happiness. Because it's like, oh, it's so positivity and blah, whatever. I feel like it sounds really artificial. By that definition, me saying that I think kids should have meals sounds like me being an asshole. I mean, like, I'm just in a place where it's like, I'd rather someone be happier. Like, I feel like there's enough negativity and hatred and just shittiness in the world. Like, I don't want to contribute to that. plenty of shittiness. After I just talk shit about stuff. But I would would rather, like, someone feel like they are better off. Yeah. (laughs) Except for those people. Um, I would rather... Someone feel better for having known me than worse. Oh. <laughs> you want to say the name? No, so I don't bad. give a fuck. No, I definitely agree with you. People should be more uh, excited to say uh, say something about you in the form that you actually made a difference in their life. And like, yeah, oh, this guy I- was. I went, this guy fucking got back at me for being a dick to him. Yeah, like. One of the things that will stick with me for the rest of my life is one of the girls at my work who had been there for three years had been locked up since she was 16. So she was a she got J-Love, which means like you're sentenced as a juvenile and you are locked up until the day before your 21st birthday. So she I knew her for like three years and she wrote me a note. She wrote me a long letter. Mm-hmm. To read after she left. And it was essentially saying, like, I'm better for having known you. Like, whenever you were here, I knew that it was going to be a better day. And thank you for always supporting. And, like, it was just, that's like. pretty good. And I was, like, that. there we go. That's it. I'm happy. I'm good. Like, that's yeah. all I needed in life. Like, well, it's not, I wouldn't say all you need, but yeah. it definitely is, uh, yeah, something to uh, strive for. It was nice because I was like, I didn't know if she had just been faking it because she was a little bit of a manipulator. I was waiting for her to like step out the door and be like, and fuck you and fuck you. And like, and just knowing like, oh, it was genuine. She did actually care about me. (laughs) To be fair, you can't, 
if you're trying to be nice and make a difference, you yeah. can't really go off hoping or not. Oh yeah, no, not like, hoping but thinking and say all you can do is try to be a nice person. Essentially, yeah, and that's why and I was just, like, oh wow, if it, it sticks, it sticks, and if it doesn't stick, it doesn't stick, and you can't let it get to you. Mm-hmm. See, that's the problem. I think I would let it get to me. I'd be like, well, fuck you really have to not you. have oh, anything personal because I've had some shit said shit. to me. Yeah, no, fucking kill you. So, yeah, you can't. You really have to like leave go? things there. You want to go, bitch? I'll fucking mm-hmm. let's throw down. Yeah, so that's my problem. Mm-hmm. I feel like I take two things too seriously or sensitive. Anyway, though. Yeah. You must went three fucking hours here. How does that feel? Sweet. Like, I talked for three hours. Like, Does it feel no. good? Like, do you, uh, Yeah, I'm proud of us. What do you us? think was going to happen? Do you think you could do three I hours? I was worried because I Someone's felt like I would... Ra- like, I, I'm a rambler. That's what I do. Like, I just talk about random stuff. I can talk. That's all I do. Uh, yeah. You, you so listen to I was, it. You've diagnosed it with true. ADHD. I have, yes. Did you diagnose it with autism as well? No. Or is that just my therapist? No, because, um, just I mean, therapist. I would have to, that one I'd have to know you better for because that I feel like comes more into sensory issues. And, oh, I have a lot of sensory issues. Yeah. And, I don't um, like being touched as much. I hate eye contact. Mm-hmm. I, I do not, I do not touch me. I, I think you're a strong contender then. <laughs> but, I do uh, not like, yeah. I'm not, au- my I, therapist told me I'm not autistic, <laughs> um, uh, but that I'm ADHD, so. Uh, lucky you. Yeah, because I had a friend who was like, you As might I be said, autistic. She, I was like, what the fuck? She said I had autic- autistic yeah. tendencies. I'm not autistic, but I'm, I mm-hmm. I, pref- I act along the lines of that. Yeah. But anyway. We're call it quits here. Sounds good. This has been talking to Tyler, episode twenty-four with Kelsey Willits. You got it. You want to have a? You want to do a call out here? You want to sign off to my dogs, Atticus and Theodore. Because if you're still listening, go to bed. Yeah, (laughs) but that's about it. (laughs) All right. Thank you for listening to talking to Tyler. We will be back next week with another surprise guest. Do you have a guest lineup? I do. You want to know who it is? Yes. Gracie Cogman. Oh, awesome. Yeah. That'll be cool. Yeah, let's hope so. Uh-huh. I think so. But uh, I haven't talked to her probably. No, I... No. Because, again, yeah, I think the last time I talked to you mm-hmm. was probably that uh, New, New Year's, Year's party. New Year's, yeah. And I haven't talked to Gracie before that, so it's wow. been even longer. Yeah. And then when uh, fucking Jimmy, I haven't talked... I never talked to Jimmy. <laughs> right crazy but anyway so thank you for listening to talking to tyler 